Recorded live. Good evening, and welcome to Lauren's podcast. Part two of Right On, tackling, comprehending, interactively understanding the illegal alien mafia. Day, Wednesday, June 28, 2017. I am proud and pleased with great honor and respect to present Professor Solange Martinez. Good evening, Professor. Good evening, Lauren. How are you? I'm hanging in there one day at a time. And yourself? Good. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. You, each and every week, we hope to have it weekly, you help our community gain understanding at one of the most malfeasant cancers around this country, the illegal alien mafia and the illegal alien mafia members. I One question I want to know, Professor Martinez, is there, they seem to control everything. Is there anyone that's not feeling this mafia, that's not working with them? Yes, uh, the illegal aliens mafia enemies are not working with them, uh, and obviously the victims are not working with them. The TIs, the targeted individuals, uh, are not working with them, and those are precisely the uh, people that we need to um, get in touch with so we can report and share our information about the mafia and what can be done uh, in the different scenarios that the mafia, the mafia um, creates for uh, the United States citizens and the legal residents. And that's why uh, I am also doing the shows so I can inform the people how they should uh, behave uh, in different scenarios and what they should do. Uh, because many times if you do the wrong thing, it can cost you uh, jail time, or it can cost you your uh, life, or it can cost you a situation of uh, rape and, uh, or worse. So this is why also I am sharing my information and my research uh, of 15 years with the public, because the public has a right to know. Well, then one of the scenarios, that, scenarios I want to begin with is um, how about the onset before when we were just living our dreams, paying our taxes, and being a decent American? So you have maybe a couple of years, you know, on the job or your profession. Then all of a sudden, supervisors begin to disrespect you, as well as coworkers. It's as if you've been tagged as it. Going there for eight hours or more becomes a drudgery, a job you want pretty much like. Now it's impossible. And the outcome is always a false type of termination. You just think, you think sometimes the bad breaks, so we're walking with you and you kept saying, I'll find another job. I'm educated. I'm talented. I've got a super dynamic resume. And you do in fact find another job. It starts out fine, but then the same familiar pattern. Again, supervisors, very disrespectful, hurt, rude, coworkers. You feel like you're micromanaged. 
nervous, tense. Sometimes the job can even make us sick. Until one day you, you get fired again, and then you realize all of a sudden after looking for being out of work one month, two months, now it's six months, a year, a year and a half later. It seems that's what the experience I had. It took after the second time of being mobbed at a job, it took almost two years to get another job. And I went on interviews. I thought they went well, but sometimes I could feel that they were laughing at me during the interview as if they were, I was discussed beforehand and I was going to be the applicant to be ridiculed. I really just thought it must be a bit of bad luck. The job was, but I did walk out of a lot of places wondering, you know, that's pretty unprofessional. If you have the job for someone else, and I know you have to do the process to act like you're interviewing, you can at least keep it professional. Exactly. Uh, And uh, I welcome you to the club because, so to speak, because the same thing happened to me and the same uh, thing happened millions of American citizens because currently we have approximately 55 50 million illegals in the country, illegal aliens in our country. Mm-hmm. And those illegal aliens need uh, jobs to have uh, extra money besides the money that the Department of Social Services, the Centers for Medicare, Medicaid uh, Services, quote-unquote services, and the uh, Social Security Administration offices provide to them because they give them the money of the citizens after the citizens work for many, many years uh, for that money and uh, are left with nothing. So they give them uh, that money and they uh, also give them the citizens' identities and government benefits uh, so they can uh, have enough money to go around and get a job uh, with the identity of the citizens. So they go get a job with the identities of the citizens, and then they get the citizen salary. Uh, And of course, they have the credentials of the citizens. So your credentials and mine uh, were uh, sold to illegals, and many illegals around the country, you can be sure of that, are using your credentials and mine to get a job, uh, to have jobs. Uh, And I can tell you, uh, in many places around the country, you can get, with my credentials, $125,000 per year. And with your credentials, you can get a lot of money. And that's only on the side of the job uh, situation. Because on the other side, on the side of the uh, Department of Social Services and the Social Security Administration offices, you can get disability for you, uh, for yourself and your sister. And you can get disability because somebody told me that uh, he was going to get me disabled right away because he had the connections with a lawyer and uh, a judge in New York State. So I said, no, but how am I going to be disabled if I can still work? No, 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 he said, I can get you uh, the disability because uh, he thought that I was uh, an illegal alien mafia uh, member or somebody that was looking to become an illegal alien mafia member. So. He figured, well, I can get you the disability. You can also get welfare benefits, and you can also work with somebody else's identity. But well, that wasn't the case. And then he realized that I was uh, not uh, a prospective uh, illegal alien mafia member. So uh, you can 
money on, on, on that, that uh, when you were interviewed, interviewed the uh, interviewer had already received a call from the illegal aliens mafia who sold your identity and your uh, credentials and government benefits. And they were interviewing uh, you because they were uh, covering their backs. So you don't sue them for not even giving you a chance to interview for a job that you are qualified for. I, uh, and then if they do allow you to work, it's always far, far less money. Oh, yes. Uh, when I was allowed to work, I was allowed to work for $15 an hour <laughs> in a supermarket, uh, giving out uh, a, a food um, and giving out uh, pieces of food so people can taste it and then go and buy uh, the brand name. Uh, I was also allowed to tutor different uh, children for $50 an hour, high zero. Um, and I was allowed to uh, tutor for uh, with, with and uh, a company of tutors around the country that charged approximately $70 for my tutoring uh, section, which, is, which was by the hour. And then uh, they charged... Um, no, they charged about $70 per hour, and they gave me uh, $36 per hour. Uh, and you know that that uh, company is an illegal alien mafia consult. It's called Swiss Ant, and it is all over the place. They uh, fired me immediate, immediately, excuse me, uh, immediately after I uh, reported uh, an illegal alien mafia member working as uh, a detective in New York City by the name of, um, uh, what was his name? Uh, no, by the name of Alberto Puentes, who is a woman beater, and he was uh, my ex, my, uh, he was the ex-husband of my sister, the one who became bipolar after he beat the light out of her and left her unconscious on the floor and then was taken to the hospital uh, and when she woke up at the hospital, she didn't recognize anybody uh, because of the blows he gave her on her on her uh, head. And then he, uh, they tried to blame the abuse that my sister suffered on uh, my uh, ex-brother-in-law, who was in the Dominican Republic, who was the father of the child that my sister was told by the mafia to kidnap uh, and bring it here to the United States so they can get welfare benefits with the child because they plan to put my sister in a mentally uh, in a mental uh, institution in a hospital for people who are um, mentally unstable, while they uh, continued to get welfare benefits with her two-year-old son, uh, and while her fa his father um, was looking for him and contacting um, the uh, Interpol to try to get uh, his son back into uh, the Dominican Republic. And my father, of course, was involved in all that, in the kidnapping of this child and uh, having him apply for welfare benefits and all that, because when he brought my sister, uh, Caridad Martinez, to the, to the United States when she was 12 years old, and of course he raped her, um, he was uh, supposed to support her because he was uh, her father, but instead, he was running around with women, wasting, uh, I mean, spending his money while he had uh, the child 
my sister in welfare. So um, she was taking welfare. She had Medicaid, food stamps, and everything. They worked when she was 25 years old. Her name is Caridad Martinez. Uh, When my father was supposed to uh, be working uh, and supporting her, not be working to go out with different women, as he has done all the time. And this is a typical illegal aliens mafia um, person, a, typ- a typical illegal aliens mafia man. They are uh, racist, uh, child molesters, um, traffic with uh, children. They, they have children and they give the, the, ch- the children to their friends for them to uh, have fun with the children. Uh, sometimes they can uh, rent the children uh, and have other people molest them uh, by the hour, etc. So this is the typical stereotype uh, of the illegal aliens mafia member. And and please don't uh, don't believe me. Uh, and uh, you can check that out. Uh, go further uh, in New York City, uh, in Manhattan. Look for the record of Caridad Martinez when she was 12 years old. She didn't have a green card. She was here uh, without a green card. Nevertheless. They had the connection, my father and, her, and his family had the connections with the welfare department, the Department of Social Services, uh, to get the um, government benefits for my sister. So check it out. Oh, my God. You know what? When you really think about it, um, Solange, if they'll go this far, it's very easy for them to assassinate U.S. citizens for their identity. Oh, yes. It's very easy, and uh, the problem with that is that uh, the people or the agency, the government agencies uh, that are supposed to be uh, overseeing these uh, criminals working as government employees are not overseeing anything. They are uh, expecting their checks uh, and uh, counting the hours from 8 to 4 or from 9 to 5. They do not care about anything else. when we have a country that uh, has um, senators and congress congress uh, people going into a stadium, uh, a stadium uh, to watch a baseball game or to unite to to gather for whatever the reason, and you have people shooting at senators and congress people, the country is in danger. The oh, country yeah. is, is is a very it's in very bad shape. Uh, and I, uh, I believe that this can be solution only if uh, us, the uh, people who are against this mafia, this illegal mafia, can unite and can fight together. Because if we don't fight together, then uh, we cannot win this war. And remember, the mafia is an umbrella. Uh, it's an organization, a big organization at the top, the umbrella uh, is comprised of uh, different organizations within uh, under the umbrella, and we have uh, at the top, at the very top, we have the illegal aliens mafia. Then we have the drug dealers and the drug lords, um, and uh, these drug dealers and drug lords have a function. They uh, smuggle drugs into our country through the borders. Uh, and they also smuggle, uh, they, they smuggle, uh, smuggle women and children and uh, other men. Uh, so they have the coyotes uh, 
get the uh, uh, women and children and, and men through the border, and many times they are carrying drugs into the country. So they charge them a lot of money to get them to the border uh, inside our, our country, the United States, and then the coyotes have the connections with the gang members who uh, have the connections with the Department of Social Services in here, and they get them the uh, identities of the citizens, the social security numbers, so they can, one, get the full cover welfare package that belongs to the citizens, and number two, they can get a social security um, a number so they can drive and work if they want to work uh, and get um, money uh, on the side. So these are the, the these, this is the function of the drug dealers and the um, drug lords uh, who have the connections with the gang, uh, the gangs and the coyotes to, who bring the people into the country. We also have the assassins uh, and children pedophiles uh, and traffickers of children, which are connected to, directly connected to the Department of Social Services and the Social Security Administration offices. The Department of Social Services function is to hand in or sell the children to whoever has the money to buy them. So uh, if the child, if father of the, the parents are uh, children uh, pedophiles, uh, if they want to um, uh, abuse, uh, rape, or do whatever they want to the children or tor torture them because it gives them pleasure, uh, the Department of Social Services sees that they can do so uh, if they pay them money. And this is done in the following way. The father, say that you see uh, a, a father or a mother uh, abusing, sexually molesting the ch children or uh, put, putting them in uh, under hot water or in under cold water in the middle of the winter. winter. You report that to the Department of Social Services like you should. Then uh, they do the illegal aliens mafia flip, which is they blame, uh, they take the blame from the parents who are uh, children pedophiles uh, and put them, put the blame on you. So they uh, flip the case and they accuse you, falsely accuse you of whatever they want to accuse you of because the judge uh, is an illegal aliens mafia judge that, uh, that has this. Um, Child Protective Services case uh, before him or before her, and she paid with uh, cash, tenor, or with uh, welfare benefits, uh, Section 8, uh, food stamps, you name it, because those can be turned into cash, as you know, because if you rent six, seven Section 8 um, apartments, you can get uh, cash every month. If you uh, sell five or seven different uh, food stamp packages, you can get cash every month. So uh, that's easy to figure out. So these um, uh, lawyers and uh, judges are connected with the Department of Social Services. And the Department of Social Services uh, see many times that the children are assassinated or are raped or, or the children are assassinated while being abused. And they sweep that under the table and they uh, take it as uh, or, or, or put it as um, an accident or negligent or whatever, and perhaps give the uh, parents a slap on their wrist, and that's it. Uh, and that's very rare. Many times they don't do anything, because I know of a case that 
uh, the woman put the child under uh, into hot water, and the child was like a little bit more older than uh, a one-year-old. The child's uh, legs and arms were burned, third-degree uh, burns. Nothing happened to her because she's connected with the Legal Alliance Mafia. And she did that because she wanted sex. she wanted to have sex with what with whoever she thought was the father of the child, but the father of the child did not want to have sex with her, so she took it out of the child. And this is the, the same mafia that we're talking about. This is the type of things of evil things that this mafia does. Um, and uh, this is why I uh, combined my research, my 16 years research about the illegal aliens mafia and its modus operandi with the um, the spiritual side of the of this uh, monster, which is the illegal aliens mafia. So I um, studied the paranormal, and I also studied um, how the uh, people who have doctorates in the paranormal things like demonology, uh, how do they figure um, out things? How do how do the the uh, demons and evil uh, evil things or evil spirits work, and you and I know that uh, the demons uh, and uh, bad spirits were um, uh, entities that were around God uh, many, many, many hundreds of years ago, and they because they did something very bad in the eyes of God, they were thrown uh, from uh, heaven, and they were condemned to roam around the um, earth without a body. So what do they do? They need a body to do evil and to, co to commit certain things uh, uh, that they enjoy. So what do they do? These uh, spirits go into people's bodies, and uh, then they use those bodies to do things like child rape, child molestation, uh, raping women, uh, stealing uh, people's uh, belongings, uh, going after people and assassinating them, um, becoming a psychopath like many illegal aliens mafia members are. So this is the reason why I combined my research, which is the, the uh, very objective side of the illegal aliens mafia. So I report what I see. I see this, I document this, I, I see the uh, illegal aliens mafia doing um, false arrest. I document uh, the person who is doing the false arrest, the person who is uh, falsifying court records, the uh, lawyers who are posting as uh, judges and having people signing papers, court orders that violate the USA Constitution, uh, and then having the citizens be arrested. I document all that because that's the, the evidence side of my research. And um, I also uh, document uh, what the illegal aliens mafia members do, and I show that evidence in my uh, news channel uh, and in, in the same uh, type of environment that I uh, use my um, uh, information uh, in. So that's my evidence, evidence side of my research. But I also do research, which I almost never mention because I'm very evidence-oriented. And the reason why I don't mention uh, the, the spiritual side of my research is because a lot of people 
are atheists. Uh, they are agnostics. They don't believe in in God, so they uh, are be they have to be shown evidence uh, straight into the point and say, look, this is a a, re, um, a recording that shows uh, that a police officer is telling a citizen, uh, I can only tell uh, this illegal alien mafia member whoever he or she is. I can only tell this illegal alien mafia member not to commit a crime, but if he commits a crime and assaults you, I cannot arrest him because I cannot do uh, that. I can only tell him not to do that. So I can show the, the recording with the police officer saying that, uh, but I cannot really show um, the uh, evil spirit or the evil evilness that is making this police officer do this to other uh, people to other citizens in exchange of money. So this is when when I do my research and when I show evidence, I try to show evidence uh, in the most objective uh, way that I can possibly do so, and that's why I only show my um, tangible evidence, not uh, anything that I know. Many people are not are going to say, "Oh, I don't believe in that." So that's why I keep the uh, spiritual side uh, on the side until uh, it comes to the table. May I ask a question, though, Professor Martinez? So I, I do understand evidence will support the claim of your argument that this, in fact, is happening, and this is how they do it, and I have the evidence to prove it. However, just as much as people can be agnostic, victims sometimes of the illegal alien mafia you are so terrorized that you begin to distance uh you don't want to find, seek, or seek the evidence. You understand when you're so overly tortured? It's like they have you in a corner, like a shivering puppy. Exactly. And what they do that because they want to terrorize you because when um, they work uh, against the citizens, the illegal aliens mafia and its members, uh, they want to freeze you, and they know, the evil spirits inside them know that when people are afraid, they are easy to manipulate, and they are easy to torture, and they are easy to control. So what do they do? They tell people, oh, God doesn't exist. God is a myth. Uh, God uh, is somewhere uh, in the sky very, very far away. He cannot help you, uh, and we can help you. We can give you the money you want. We can give you seven different identities, seven different um, uh, pensions, uh, seven different uh, medical insurances. You can go to any hospital or any clinic that you want. God doesn't give you that. He's very far away. And they want to, uh, and many times they succeed, uh, they want to make sure that um, you believe, or the, the illegal aliens mafia victims believe, that uh, they are in control when they know for sure that God is in control. Because I can tell you from my own experience, my elderly and chronically ill epileptic mother and I have been surrounded by 10 police officers from the illegal aliens mafia who went to our house, to our apartment uh, in Yonkers, New York, to assassinate us. And uh, my mother called upon the name of Jesus Christ and, and upon the name of God 
and um, I said something, and the um, supervisor of the other nine police officers that went there to assassinate us, and they already had broken the door. Uh, he said, okay, we have to go. There is nothing to, to do here. And one of the um, assassins uh, working as police officers from Manhattan, uh, that I know it was from Manhattan because they didn't have a batch number. The uh, police officers from Yonkers, New York, had a batch number. So one from Manhattan went there specifically to assassinate us. And um, they said, well, we're not leaving here until we, well, until we do what we came here to do. And the, the other, the supervisor said, no, uh, we are going now. And one of them said, well, I don't want any trouble. And the other one said, well, if we get in trouble, you guys and everybody else is going to get in trouble for this because we are all, we are all doing this together. And they had already broken our door, um, claiming that my mother was kidnapped by me when they knew very well that uh, I was her daughter because my birth and my, uh, my mother's matrimony with my father was very well documented and they knew me and they knew my mother, but they made up that excuse to um, kill me and they were dragging me. One of uh, the police officers that was about 500 pounds heavy uh, grabbed my wrist and he was dragging me to one of the bedrooms to uh, kill me because he had a one of those crowbars, I think it's called, that the uh, uh, fire department uses to open the doors. Uh, it's a very heavy um, steel-made um, tool that people, that fire uh, departments use to open the doors when there's a fire. And he was going to hit me with it. He was, dragging me, to the, he was dragging me to the bathroom so he could hit me with it in the bathroom. And his, his, uh, his face and his um, movement was where that of uh, a psychopath. He was sweating a lot, uh, and he wanted, you could tell that he just wanted, he liked death, that he wanted to kill somebody. Oh, my gosh. Yes, and when my mother called upon the name of Jesus Christ, they they decided to call. The boss of them, the uh, supervisor that was uh, took them there to kill us, kill my mother and myself, um, uh, decided to go. And that was after we um, filed the lawsuit against the Department of Social Services Commissioner in Westchester County, Westchester, New York. Um, a question, Professor Martinez. Do you, um, I know you say, and that makes sense to say on evidence, but on a spiritual slant, would you say that these, this mafia, these assassins, do they, in fact, fear God, just based on observation? How about that? Uh, they don't fear God because their supervisor, their supervisors make sure that they believe that God doesn't exist, that they believe that uh, they can only um, make money with whatever they do because that way they don't fear the wrath of God and they can do whatever they're told to do. If they are told to assassinate uh, the uh citizens whose identities and government benefits have been stolen and sold by the Department of Social Services commissioners, they will do that because they they say, well, God doesn't exist, nobody's watching. But if they, they have the fear of God in their hearts, they will not do that. Because I remember one of the police officers who went to 712 West, 175th Street, 
New York, New York, in Manhattan, between 170, uh, between uh, South, uh, um, between Broadway and um, Washington Avenue. I remember uh, a police officer from uh, South America, from uh, Colombia. He was there, and I said, "Listen, this is uh, what's happening." And I showed him documents. I showed him everything, uh, all the evidence that I had accumulated. And he decided not to come back anymore because uh, he said, well, this is guaranteed because the illegal alias mafia guarantees full immunity when they commit crimes against the citizens. Uh, it's like the illegal alias mafia that uh, raped and sodomized me. He was guaranteed that nothing was going to happen to him and nothing has happened to him, but it has not happened until now. He doesn't know what might happen tomorrow because he believes that the mafia controls what happens tomorrow. And uh, who controls what happens tomorrow is God, not the mafia, not him, not me, not anybody. God is the one that's in control. But they don't know that because they are guaranteed we are the God that uh, provides you with everything, with the air you breathe, the clothing you wear, the food you eat, the uh, housing uh, that you need. So we are your God. You have to do what, whatever we tell you uh, because there is no God but us. And that's why they insist so much on the illegal aliens mafia believing that, um, or the illegal aliens mafia members believing that there is no God. So then um, do, you, do you believe your faith combined with your evidence Keeps you and your mother alive, surviving? Of course, uh, because I can tell you, um, when I was, I had been falsely arrested, I noticed that uh, all the um, illegal aliens mafia members working for the judicial system that had me falsely arrested um, refused to give me access to a, a Bible. Why would they refuse to give me access to a Bible? If a Bible is not something that, you know, you can stop somebody with or you can uh, do anything with. Uh, and I remember that when they went to 7 West, uh, 712 West, 175th Street, uh, New York, New York, to falsely arrest me, and they had me falsely arrested uh, because uh, my, my mom and I reported about $3,000 that they had stolen from my mom's uh, uh, Social Security Disability Benefits. Uh, they got angry because they had to give the, about 2000 and almost $3,000 back to my mother. So after my mother and I got the check, um, then they went into the house. They searched everything. They searched the room because they, they thought that we had the money there. Uh, so, and they got angry because um, they, they didn't find any money. Uh, they looked under the mattress. They looked everywhere, and they didn't find any money. So... They falsely arrested me, and they forced my mother to sign a supposed psychological evaluation that uh, shows, uh, according to them, that my mother was taking uh, psychiatric treatment uh, for, uh, from uh, 15, one five, 15 different psychiatrists that in reality are using my mother's name and social security number to give treatment to uh, illegal aliens mafia members and illegals in the country courtesy of the taxpayers. 
but they are doing it with my mother's um, disability. I mean, they, they're doing it with my mother's identity and my mother's social security number. And uh, when they went to Fortia Red, that they were marking uh, the images of Jesus Christ and the uh, uh, things that, like the crucifix and the things that were on the wall that my mother and I had on the wall. And they, uh, uh, one of them was telling the other, oh, look, she's so, she's so goody-goody. She has uh, image of Jesus Christ so many times, and she has this. And she, like she was angry because I didn't do the things that she did. I didn't steal. I didn't um, falsely arrest people. I didn't lie. I didn't do things that she had to do to get the money that she uh, thinks is keeping her well. And the only thing that can keep you well is the grace, the, the grace of God. I know many people, and, and you can tell that many people who have a lot of money, who have had a lot of money, uh, were never happy. Look at the uh, Kennedy. The Kennedy is a tragic family. There have been many deaths. They have, yeah. There have been many tragedies. Uh, and they have uh, the most money. In, in our country, they, those are rich families. <laughs> the Kennedys are uh, very rich. But there's so many horrible deaths and tragedies. I mean, a lot, really, when you just look at their, yes, a lot. So mon- oh, money does not bring you, you know, happiness. You know what I mean? I, I guess, it's, you know, it's how you at- obtain the money, too, with fascinating people. Pedophilia, rape. I mean, that, that that seems like my money would come so hard. Working under someone's identity, their talent. I didn't go to college. They did. I didn't do the coursework. They did. So that means when they're mixed around people that really have the credentials, are they insecure at workplaces? Oh, yes. Uh, and when, when they look at you and they have your credentials, they hate you because I have come across many people who have uh, my credentials, and they hate me. And uh, I am uh, indigent at this point with my mother. I have to be moving from place to place every uh, few months or so, and they have houses, cars, and everything with my credentials, and I don't hate them uh, because I know that I have the grace of God, and I know that God is, God is in control, and uh, whatever he decides is fine with me. If he decides that um, I sh- should have somebody come over to my house because I felt uh, sorry for her and she can and she uh, had to steal my underwear, 80% of my underwear, and steal my air mattress, uh, so my mother and I don't have any any anything to sleep on, or steal my mother's food uh, or crackers when uh, when she um, uh, when my mother and I w- were at the doctor's office. I mean, it's fine with me. I know that God is in control. And, what, and whatever um, people can steal from me, my home, my uh, uh, clothing, my uh, shoes, my belongings, that's something that can be bought. Uh, uh, homes, cars, belongings, uh, everything can be bought. But what, not, what cannot be bought is, uh, is um, the grace of God. And the most important things in this world cannot be bought with money, which are love, affection, friendship, the, gra- the grace of God. Um, uh, loyalty. Loyalty. That, those things cannot be bought with money. You have to uh, uh, get it 
with the grace of God, and you have to earn that. So the people who think that because they're, they are stealing people's uh, identities and government benefits and they are killing them, they're going to be happy. They will never be happy. Never. If you look at the faces of the nurses and doctors that uh, are assassinating people because uh, the illegal mafia orders them uh, to assassinate them because they already stole their identities and government benefits and sold them to illegals, those doctors and nurses are not happy. I just saw, uh, when I went to the court with my mother, when um, Jami uh, uh, Taylor Ali, because that's her real name, when Jami Taylor Ali was here, um, when I went to the, the court to see um, one of the illegal Indian mafia victims that w- was incarcerated, and that then they tried to uh, steal his son from him so they can get welfare benefits, in uh, Section 8 and, and, and you know, what, and, and, and all the benefits that they could. Uh, my mother and I went to see that uh, foreman, and uh, I saw the lawyer, uh, his name is um, John Doran. Um, I saw the lawyer that, um, uh, Joseph, excuse me, his name is Joseph Doran. Uh, that was the lawyer that um, went to court with me uh, or was in my hearing when I was released after my false arrest on the 22nd of May 2017 at approximately um, 10, 10 a.m. He released me, but he knows that I know that the whole thing is a, is a farce, that it, the whole thing is a fictitious um, case created by the illegal alien mafia uh, to take uh, vengeance or to retaliate against me and my chronically ill uh, elderly mother because she filed a federal suit uh, for elderly financial abuse and persecution, among other crimes, serious crimes, against illegal alien mafia members uh, Kevin McGuire, uh, Diane Dane uh, in Livingston County, New York, and Kevin McGuire in, in Kevin McGuire in Westchester County, and against uh, the sheriff of um, Livingston, uh, Thomas Doherty, and when we saw that lawyer, that lawyer has a, a good salary. He was dressed in a suit, but he wasn't happy. When he saw me, I just wanted to say, uh, to say a Christian hi to him, and uh, because I understand, you know, a lot of people think that God doesn't exist, so they, they uh, want to do certain things that... Uh, they see society is doing, so they go with society instead of God. So when he saw me, I said, oh, hi, and I wanted to, to uh, introduce my mother to him, and he just, he, when he saw me, he uh, turned quickly uh, to, towards the, uh, the wall, and he wanted to, like, get inside the wall. He was looking for a door, but there was no, no doors, uh, so he, was, he kept looking at... at uh, at the wall looking for a door, and there was no way to run. And that's a, a situation that God uh, provides to show you that uh, many times when you do things for money or when you do things for some other reason, um, you have to hide your, your faith uh, in shame. But when you do things according to God, you never have to hide your faith. You don't have to hide anything. No. And I wanted to uh that's what brings us into tonight too. What Professor Martinez gives you and your mother the daily 
courage because of all your research over 16 years, that means you realize you were a victim of this mafia, a very young woman. Oh yeah. Can as uh, you look as you look back on it, do you do you just wonder? In most cases, most people would have I don't know jumped off an o into an ocean to know how can I you know fight this? This so massive. It's the octopus. Everybody's involved. It feel it feels like. I realize that uh, God is in control, and I always do my rosary uh, with my mother. I always pray to God. Uh, I prayed to God uh, for 16 years or so to uh, get me in contact with somebody who thought about uh, the illegal aliens mafia like I do, who thought that it was unfair for the illegal aliens mafia to assassinate American citizens after stealing their identities and government benefits uh, and sell sell them to and sell them to illegals. So um, I found that God answered my prayer uh, over 15 years because uh, you found uh, one of my videos, uh, my YouTube videos, and uh, you contacted me. And then I realized, oh, I'm not, I am not the only one that thinks that uh, it is uh, our right and our duty to report crime and to defend our fellow citizens. Uh, I'm not the only one who thinks that um, the illegal aliens mafia ha has to be stopped. And I am not the only one who is willing to fight against the illegal aliens mafia for her benefits and uh, for the protection of her, her family, and the nation. So I realized that God answered my prayers, uh, and I realized that when um, you fight and you do what uh, is good with, in the eyes of God, they cannot touch you. They cannot uh, uh, kill you. They cannot uh, do anything to you if God doesn't give them permission. Because remember, when um, Jesus was faced with the man that had a lot of demons inside him, and he ordered the demons to go out, the demons had to go out. So that means that nothing happens if God doesn't give permission. And if, if something is going to happen and God says, stop it, or, then, uh, or Jesus, uh, which is the part of the divine trinity. If he says uh, stop, then it, it stops. Do you, do you feel with your faith, Professor Martinez, that freedom is just around the corner? Are you optimistic? Yes, I am very optimistic because I have been praying also for a very long time for somebody uh, to... Um, look at my research and look at my um, gathering of evidence, uh, the objective evidence, that is, because in the, in the court of our nation, we cannot submit spiritual evidence. So I made uh, sure that I had the uh, tangible evidence that can be submitted in a court of, court of law. And uh, I think I found the person who can take the case to the federal court, uh, I mean, in the case it's already in federal court, uh, but I found the attorney who I think has the intelligence and has the ability to fight this mafia because he has demonstrated that uh, he's not afraid of the mafia and he's not afraid of, of um, big, powerful people, quote-unquote, because in my eyes, the only one that is powerful uh, and invincible is that. 
Nobody is invincible. The only one that is the king of kings and the uh, God of God is God. Nobody else. Not a president, not a judge, not a police officer, nobody else. That's why when I see people saying, oh, I am so important, I, have, uh, I am a judge or a, I am a police officer or, or I am whoever, I, I think to myself, you know, <laughs> he thinks it's important and God wants, he can be paraplegic right now. He can be yes. struck by, 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 by lightning right now. Yes, uh, right. But, but I think that uh, a lot of people think that way. You know, what I do is what keeps me alive. What I do is what gives me what I uh, have. And if God doesn't give permission, you, you cannot have anything. If you have something, it's because God gave permission for you to have it. That is true. And that brings us, uh, again, tonight we want to get more interactive. So take us on your days, and I'll even set it up. I've worked for over 25 years. I I feel that I'm being cheated out of my retirement. The first thing always is uh, to be, to fight, tackle this mafia is always documentation. Would you say that's the first thing? Oh, yes. And remember, uh, I don't know, I was an English major, and uh, my minors were Spanish and history. And I can tell you, uh, I love history, and those uh, documents that uh, are in the history books, many of those documents are in the history books because people took the time to have a diary. And um, people who came after those people died, and after people um, went away, disappeared from the face of the earth, those people who came after them had some on uh, and know what happened because of those diaries. So my, like my American mother used to say, my African-American mother used to say, when something happened, log it. She always used to say, when something happened, log it. And I laughed because uh, everything that she she told me uh, is uh, the truth. Uh, I have logged uh, what uh, I needed to log. And when it came time to uh, do something, then uh, it could be done because I had logged it. So if you are an illegal alien mafia victim, if your um, government benefits have been stolen, if you are being persecuted, blacklisted in the hospitals, in the supermarkets, in the restaurants, and everywhere you go, log it. Uh, in such and such state, uh, at such and such time, I spoke to such and such, the person said this, and um, I uh, did that. And um, write any uh, license plate, any um, person, any name, or any information that you can find, because at the end, you're going to need that. I have uh, logged many uh, information, many different types of information, and when uh, I needed the information, it was there, and this is what uh, people want, especially if you want to, if you're trying to prove uh, that somebody is uh, persecuting you, that somebody is uh, stalking you, harassing you, uh, and violating your civil rights to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Happiness. So you need to log it. If you don't log it, it's like uh, a lawyer that I know uh, of says, 
uh, she said, if you don't log it, if, the, if it's not documented, it didn't happen. That's why when something happens and you need to document it, you call the police. The police officers uh, who are Israelian Mafia members are not going to do anything. I guarantee it. But you will have documentation of what happened. And somebody uh, at, at some point is going to look at that documentation and is going to say, she or he is saying the truth. Now this needs to be done because this has happened to me. The illegal aliens mafia members, the police officers in Yonkers, New York, did anything. And I contacted a person who uh, said, okay, let me look at the record, the 911 record. And they saw that what I had said uh, because of my documentation, was right and was uh, correct and was true. That's why they were able to do something about the problem, and they did it. Wow. Do you feel our, the tables, all of us as victims, targeted individuals, do you feel the tables are turning for us? Is it becoming a little not as easy? for the mafia as it used to be? I think it's becoming much easier because now people understand what is happening to them, what has happened to them, why the, the gang talking, why the, the following, why the, the little uh, or no benefits uh, for them, why uh, a police officer antagonize them, uh, behave like uh, criminals instead of uh, people who are supposed to be protecting the citizens, they understand uh, more about this illegal mafia and its modus operandi. And when you understand something, you are able to fight it more effectively. Like um, in the uh, corrupted system uh, of uh, the sanctuary city of Rochester, New York, uh, in the uh, corrupted judicial system, we have uh, a prosecutor, we have uh, as a public defender, because people here, since this is a very poor part of the uh, uh, state, uh, we have indigent people in this neighborhood a lot. So we have many government programs uh, that people can uh, use to uh, get government benefits and to get help. Uh, and of course, they're going to try to deny the help uh, to you at all costs if you are an illegal alien mafia member. But uh, if you understand how to uh, do things and how to navigate, how to document, it is going to be difficult for them to deny you uh, services and deny you things to, uh, because they're going to get in trouble eventually. If you uh, qualify for a government uh, a government benefit and the person, the, the government employee denies you that and you document, you can show their enemies or the person that I have is supposed to do something about that. Listen, I qualify for this. This person denied me. Am I being targeted or not? Of course I'm being targeted. And that's, that's what you have to do. That's what people have to do. So when they that's understand... That's true. And then I want to uh, re-inject someone right now. If any of you are on even fixed incomes, and I mean they'll give you far less than what you're supposed to have, but say you're even earning $1,000 a month or less, that's only twelve thousand dollars a year trust me you are eligible for everything twelve thousand dollars a year is abject poverty period exactly exactly if you are uh, an indigent you don't have a job care of somebody who is elderly 
if you are disabled, they're supposed to give you, and I, I will quote, um, because I spoke to a priest who does New Jersey, who does um, this paperwork for the community. He told me, if you are disabled, the Department of Social Services are supposed to, is supposed to supplement or complement whatever it is that you don't have. And then I went to a, a federal attorney uh, who does federal civil law uh, in the federal court as well as, as in the state of New York. But mm -hmm. mostly in the court, he told me, his name is Paul from Yonkers, New York. He told me, whatever your mother doesn't have, the Department of Social Services must supply to her. They must do that because they are there because they are the Department of Social Services. He's emphasized that. So whatever you guys don't have, they are supposed to supply to, the, that, to, to supply to you. That's why you see a lot of people impersonating me and my mother and impersonating a lot of citizens because a lot of citizens are in poverty. However, they, um, they get a lot of benefits, but uh, the benefits don't go to them. It goes, they go to the illegal aliens mafia members who are holding them. Excuse me. But uh, then I'm going to be interactive. But Professor Martinez, if this is just happening as Americans, we don't really, I make 12000 or less, 10000 a year. Again, abject poverty. I'm ignorant of the social services system. How would I know what I qualify? I mean, should we at least check out benefits under DSS on the Internet? Yes, that's the problem. Uh, you can uh, research your benefits, so that's the problem because the Department of Social Services know and the commissioners of the Department of Social Services know that citizens are ignorant about what they qualify for in the law. So they take advantage of that ignorance and they do whatever they want because a lot of them uh, exchange uh, the government benefits of the citizens whose identities and, uh, they steal for drugs, for alcohol, for um, clothing for favors, so uh, for money, for cash. Uh, so they steal this, uh, the government benefits of the citizens and sell them for, say, $800 or $850 per month. Uh, if the benefits are like $4,000, they steal it from the citizens and sell them to the illegals for $800 a month or $900 a month. And the, the citizens cannot really say, oh, I qualify for that. But I, I will give you uh, a, a sure way to find out if you qualify or not. If the Department of Social Services uh, takes your application, it's because you qualify. Because if you don't qualify, they will tell you straight out, you don't qualify. If Trump right now or Melania goes to a Department of Social Services and they say, how much do you have in the bank? Oh, I have... $3 billion, oh, you don't qualify for the Department of Social Services. And, and of course, I'm uh, a, a making this uh, analogy to make it clear to you, uh, whoever is listening, that if you if they take your application, if you go and say, you know, I, I want to apply for this or that, they will ask you a, a few questions and you answer them. If they give you the application, you qualify because what they do in the Department of Social Services and under the the Security Administration offices is the following. They ask you a few questions. If you qualify, they say, oh, I have this uh, full uh, a, a 
in my office, I'm going to uh, have him or her fill out the application, and then I'm going to sell these benefits and tell him that he doesn't qualify. If if they take the time to have you fill out the application, and they're going to take the time because to to take this application and to process it is because you qualified. So that's a sure way to know that you qualify because the Department of Social Services and the, the, the uh, employees who are illegal aliens mafia members and the illegal aliens mafia members um, are the most lazy people I've ever seen in my entire life. They are the dumbest and most lazy people. And um, I say the dumbest because if they were truly, uh, truly intelligent, they would not have any need to steal, to kill, to assassinate, and uh, to impersonate anybody. They would go out to uh, uh, the schools or the colleges, the universities, and get their own credentials. They would not have a need to steal somebody's credentials and impersonate that person to get money. Do you suggest, and then do you strongly advise all of us on the internet or go into the office? Probably the internet be busy. I know DSS is real crowded and stuff, but definitely everyone fill out your government packages so you can, to know what they're going to say. Fill that out. Ten, twelve thousand dollars a year, and you got to pay food, rent, lights. That's not enough money. It's very little money. And, and and you can tell them, uh-uh, that's not too much left over for that. No, you got, I'm, I'm eligible for something now, please, you know? Exactly. And they, they give you that because there are many government programs that uh, give you extra money, and those government programs are giving extra money to the illegal aliens in our country with our citizens' identities, not to our citizens. That's See, that's, what, that's, that's it, you guys. It's not amnesty rights that the illegals are getting. Their benefits meant for United States citizens that have been stolen and now given to. And think about it. If they're giving an illegal alien packages like that, nobody lays out the red carpeting like that unless they want something in return. And what's in return is to kill us. Is that correct? To destroy America. Oh, yes. They don't want... Um American citizens, or they don't, and they don't want the American culture anymore. They want the Islamic culture, or they want the uh, Hispanic culture. They don't want the American culture. They can tell you that right now. You, excuse me, you are correct because um, the M and M's, like the candy, the, between the Mexicans and Muslims, you guys, and, and their belief systems. You know what? America is dead, and I'm real scared what they have in mind, if you know what I mean. Yes, they want to erase the American culture. They don't want the American culture anymore. Why do you think the um, Hispanics come here and they have four, five, six children? That's not uh, inadvertently. That is not by chance. The illegal aliens mafia members are told they are encouraged. And I have worked undercover. I have infiltrated uh, myself among the population of the illegal aliens mafia. And they are, the, the women are encouraged to have five, six, seven, from six to 11 children. Why? Because that means uh, more food stamps. That means more uh, money for tenants. That means more um, money for clothing. 
that means more money uh, for uh, whatever you need. Uh, so if you have six people and they give you, or, or 11 children, and they give you $365 worth of food stamps, you can, have, uh, you can get the food and you can have a, a grocery store. You can cook the food and sell the food at, at a restaurant if you know how to cook. You, you can have a business according to the taxpayers. You don't have to come up with capital uh, to have a business. You can have a business uh, free of charge, and then you will, you will get your profit without having to come up with the capital to have a business. So it is a very uh, lucrative business uh, to have children and to um, steal the government benefits of the citizens and then have them killed, have them assassinated. Like my mother right now and my, myself, I took her to a hospital. The hospital is called uh, the Rochester Regional Health. Um, and um, uh, the president is Douglas, Douglas uh, Stewart, uh, like Mike Douglas. Douglas mm -hmm. Stewart. Uh, and um, he sent us a letter uh, having us fill out a survey because he knows that when my mother went there, she was denied medical care, and so we just left. And uh, I can guarantee you that when somebody goes there with my mother's um, identity, and uh, the person is an illegal alien, she's treated like a like a queen. I have seen this one uh, one time, two times, many times, time and time again for the last 16 years. The illegal aliens uh, are treated like royalty in our hospitals, while the citizens and the vets, uh, the veterans, are treated like garbage. Yes, like garbage. Yes, right now the, the vets uh, have it a little bit better because of our president, Donald Trump. However, before Donald Trump, they had to wait three months to be seen by a doctor. And that's why uh, about more than 100 uh, veterans died um, in two of the, uh, two of the states uh, in the United States. And those are the ones that uh, came, came out, that uh, people documented and the media decided to show. Uh, but I am sh very sure that uh, many millions of vet veterans have died for lack of medical care, while illegal okay. um, aliens just walk into hospitals with no um, documentation whatsoever or the documentation of uh, the citizens that they steal it from or buy, buy it uh, from, well, not the citizens, they buy it from the Department of Social Services commissioners. But they walk into hospitals and they are treated like kings. In, 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 they take care of them immediately. And they are also, when they drive with, uh, with the uh, Department of Social Services uh, identities uh, sold to them, that is the, uh, those, uh, those are the identities of the citizens, uh, the police are told uh, not to give them tickets even if they break the law. And that's here in the state of New York. That's upstate New York. I have seen that. Uh, and uh, in Maricopa County uh, in Arizona, the uh, sheriff uh, of Maricopa, uh, uh, Al Pyro, he doesn't go for that. That's why he's so much hated in the uh, illegal aliens mafia a community because uh, he doesn't go for that. He says, well, if you want to drive, uh, you have to be legal. If you are legal, you can get a driver license. If you use 
somebody else's driver license, I arrest you. If you uh, drive with without a license, I arrest you because that's what the law says, and I have to enforce the law. So they don't like it. The, the uh, illegal aliens mafia does not like him. Like they don't like our president Donald Trump because he's tr they are trying to enforce the law, and whoever uh, tries to enforce the law uh, is a bad person. Uh, it has to be killed. It has to be shot when he or she goes to a meeting in a stadium. So they sent uh, a person uh, who, uh, who has mental illness to shoot uh, the people who try to follow the law and who try to enforce the law. And then they are mentally ill. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, he was acting like that because he is mentally ill. No, he was acting like that because he was given the green light to act like that by the illegal aliens mafia who controls, which controls the judicial system, the healthcare system, and the um, uh, agencies that are in charge of uh, overseeing these uh, two systems. So until we enforce the law in school, we are going to uh, have uh, trouble uh, with people killing people, with uh, illegal aliens mafia members killing senators and Congress people killing American citizens, and with doctors and nurses who are illegal aliens mafia assassins working as government employees killing our citizens. This needs to stop. That's why we have, uh, because of what I said, that's why we have uh, corrupted employees because they say, well, uh, nobody's overseeing us. Nobody is, is, is trying to enforce the law because we're not in, in Arizona, Maricopa County. We are in the county of Monroe in New York. So let me ha have this uh, a attorney um, post as, as a judge and sign uh, illegal court orders, have the citizens arrested. And if the citizens dare uh, to report the illegals or the illegal alias mafia, have the citizens arrested and uh, illegally incarcerated and tortured in jail or even killed because nobody's watching. I mean, God doesn't exist according to the illegal aliens mafia, and the society has uh, agencies that are not, not enforcing the laws. The uh, people in charge uh, are not enforcing the, enforcing the law. So why should not? Why should we not abuse? commit abuse of power, which is abusing your position as a government employee to abuse the citizens of a country. So they go right ahead and, and commit abuse of power. Look at that, that um, a lawyer, Rwanda Crawford in Chicago, uh, where you are, where you, where you take Lillian to uh, her, her uh, medical care, to get medical care, which you never get uh, anyway because uh, Chicago is illegal aliens mafia controlled. Uh, you might get something that resembles medical care for her, but not the medical care that she's entitled to get uh, by law. They want the medical care that the illegals get uh, in our hospitals here in the United States. So what the what do uh, Rwanda uh, Crawford uh, do in Chicago? Well, she uh, was a lawyer. She, um, well, she's a lawyer, but not, I don't think she's a, a lawyer anymore. She's a lawyer. She poses as a, as, as a judge, signed court orders, and then she got caught, of course, 
because the illegal aliens mafia always said, you can do whatever you want, nothing's going to happen. Yes, sometimes it happens. So she got caught, she got prosecuted by uh, imperson- for impersonating a judge and signing uh, a papers that only judges should be able to sign. And after she got prosecuted, they uh, processed her for disbarment. So she's, she lost her job as, a, as, an, as an attorney, as a court attorney. Uh, besides losing her job, she lost her license to practice law, so she has no more license. She cannot practice law anymore. And besides that, she's in jail because she uh, is is uh, uh, she committed a, a crime, a serious crime. Uh, it's called impersonating somebody else. You cannot impersonate uh, a doctor or, or a judge if you are not. So this judge in here, that was in Chicago, in here in Monroe County, we have this uh, attorney, Paul Jordan, who uh, probably heard my previous uh, program uh, and said, well, you know, she's an illegal alien mafia uh, victim. She's trying to fight the illegal alien mafia. How dare she? Uh, so um, why did she, why is she, not, is she not in jail or why is she not killed? Well, let's do this. Uh, let me impersonate a judge, uh, sign a court order, but, which is, by the way, unconstitutional because it violates the First Amendment right of freedom of press and freedom of um, speech. Uh, he signed the uh, court order saying that I couldn't post any evidence uh, of the illegal aliens mafia uh, in my YouTube news channel, and I couldn't post it anywhere in any um, uh, internet site, which is unconstitutional. So he posed as a as a judge, signed the court order. Then uh, two days later, uh, signed uh, arrest warrant papers as uh, Judge Paul Riordan, which he's not, uh, and then got me falsely arrested and illegally incarcerated while in jail. Then I was tortured at 180. Five uh, Exchange Boulevard, Rochester, New York, 14614. Then uh, what do they do? The public defender of Monroe County, which is paid uh, to uh, defend the public or to defend the indigent individuals like me, uh, being a college professor, I'm indigent. Why? Because the illegal aliens mafia have to sell my credentials and my um, identity to illegals in the country, so they can work with my credentials while I I I stay indigent. So the uh, defendant- and blacklisted. If you want to, by the way, I want to reiterate that we are blacklisted if we seek employment. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yes. Oh, we never yes. can get a job. You can fill out lots of applications. That you know, get thousands of interviews. You never get the position. Exactly. <laughs> And they I want can to keep it. And I, then I, I, it's awful. Uh huh. And this is to wear us down as victims with poverty, because comes depression, anxiety. Sometimes the mafia wants you to join. You'll have a better life. Why don't you join us? A lot of victims have turned over. Oh, yes. I, I interviewed a woman who told me. Well, I was a victim, and then uh, they uh, told me, oh, you can uh, get on this side. So uh, I decided to join them. Now I have seven different identities. I have seven different um, medical insurances, and I mm-hmm. have everything I want. And that's 
how the corruption uh, starts. And let me just tell you something. When a country turns corrupt, corrupt, mm-hmm. um, it is very difficult to um, have a, a good society because then uh, our values and, and our um, important things are not the ones ruling. Then what is ruling is crime and criminality. That's what rules then. And you cannot have a peaceful a society, a good society, when people are criminals, the members of the society are of the society are criminals. Look at this man, uh, Paul Riordan. He's supposed to be a court attorney, a, excuse me, a lawyer who enforces the law. And what does he do? He turns into a criminal, starts falsifying court documents and court records, and having the um, citizens who report crimes or against other citizens and who report illegals or their crimes against our citizens, uh, he has them falsely arrested and illegally incarcerated and tortured. So this is what uh, the society uh, has been turning into with the illegal aliens mafia modus operandi. Uh, They uh, want to buy everybody. They want to uh, buy everything. And uh, what happens? The citizens turn into criminals, and then whoever has the more muscle, criminal muscle, bullies mm-hmm. other uh, citizens. And what do they have? Then a society where we have the people who are scared to say anything, uh, True. to True. Other uh, basically assassinate other people because they, they are too scared to say anything. So they are the watchers. Uh, and then they don't know that the bullies are going to come for them when they get rid of the other people that they are bullying. So when we have the um, government employees at the court uh, and the citizens go and say, well, you know, I was falsely arrested. I am uh, an activist uh, that has been doing research for uh, 15 years or so. And I was supposed to arrested this person, this lawyer posed as an attorney, uh, as a, a judge, uh, and had me falsely arrested. Nobody in the court wants to touch you or to say anything because they are afraid that if they say anything, they're going to lose their job. So how are they going to pay for their mortgage? How are mm. they going to pay for their clothing? How are they going to pay for, for the food uh, and the children, uh, the children's food? They can't. So... Everybody becomes very scared. Nobody wants to say anything. Nobody wants to uh, give you any documents uh, for you to defend yourself. So we we become a society of two a type of two types of people: the bullying uh, and uh, the, the the bully, the bullies, and the uh, ones that are afraid. And then when the bullies uh, kill each other. Uh, and the the one that has the more muscle to bully everybody else uh, wins. Then these these bullies come uh, and get the ones that are afraid and and assassinate them basically. Because I have a case, I saw a case uh, where a child um, uh, had a, a couple of uh, friends and they were bullying everybody in the school. And what did they do? They got a child. Uh, I think it was seven uh, years old, they killed the child while, while the other children were watching because they were too afraid to say anything. And the the uh, teachers 
were too afraid to uh, say anything against the children because their parents were bullying. I mean, were bullying the teachers. They were bullied uh, also, and the teachers were too uh, involved in their jobs and too involved in their checks uh, to pay attention to what they were really supposed to be paying attention to. So the child got killed. Horrible. You guys, that's horrible. I mean, that's enough to absorb for a few minutes. You understand? We think we're playing it safe just to turn our head, know all of this corruption is going on, but go to a job and work in oppression. And we really think, tune it out. There's nothing I can really do. And go home. But this affects everyone. The society is a bunch of bullies and those that are scared and oppressed, afraid. Oh, yes. And and let me tell you something. Remember the the uh, picture that I painted earlier? Uh, remember the when I said that the Illinois Mafia was an umbrella? The umbrella has uh, it covers the drug dealers. The drug dealers and the drug lords are the, under the umbrella. Then we have our assassins uh, and children pedophiles, uh, that are the DSS people who give the children or, or who sell the children to whoever gives them more money uh, through the judges of our, of, uh, our judicial system. We also have um, the uh, corrupted judicial system employees uh, okay. who are also under the Illegal Alliance Mafia umbrella, who are the judges and uh, court lawyers and court um, clerks uh, and other people who are uh, court uh, employees who are afraid to say anything because they are afraid uh, to be bullied themselves or to lose their job. So under this big umbrella of the illegal alien mafia, we also have the um, specific drug dealers and uh, drug uh, smugglers who are the contact of the DSS department uh, who um, are told, well, uh, I am the commissioner of the DSS Department here, I am having problems with these activists or this uh, group of activists, and I want to get rid of them. So they talk to the drug dealers. The drug dealers have access to uh, firearms, uh, and uh, they also know people who can go and stop uh, those uh, stop death, uh, those activists or um, those group of people who are making trouble for the Department of Social Services. Uh, Commissioners who are uh, trafficking with government benefits and citizens' identity. So, what do they, 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 what do the commissioners do? They tell these people to get rid of the uh, activists or to get rid of the um, uh, citizens who report their crimes uh, or their, their trafficking of citizens' identities and government benefits. And what do the drug dealers and um, the uh, uh, people who are connected to their drug uh, uh, deals uh, do, they go after the citizens uh, uh, or the activists who report the illegal alien mafia and uh, report the crimes uh, of, uh, of it, uh, the illegal alien mafia members who are working as the commissioners of the Department of Social Services, the Social Security Ad uh, Administration offices, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So, in a sense, uh, the taxpayers are paying assassins uh, to get rid of the, the taxpayers. So, 
the, these criminals who are government employees are using the same money, monies that the citizens are paying supposedly for government benefits to be given to the citizens to kill the citizens because when the Department of Social Services commissioners pay the drug dealers or the uh, assassins uh, with government benefits with uh, Section 8, 10 of, or food stamps or whatever, when they pay these criminals to get rid of the citizens who report the trafficking of citizens' identities and government benefits, they are paying these people with the same monies that the taxpayers are providing when they pay taxes. So you know, you know what I mean? The criminals mm -hmm. who are uh, using the taxpayers' money are getting their way and doing whatever they are doing and getting away with it, and they are not even providing uh, money out of their own pocket to commit crimes, to get money. They are using the taxpayers' money to get rid of the citizens who are trying to block their trafficking of citizens' identities and government benefits and other crimes. Um, they are using the taxpayers' money basically to kill the taxpayers. Yes, and, and that, that basically all of us sit here right there. When we worked, we, and even right now, we are taxpayers. We are footing the bill. Exactly. They're still taken out of my measly retirement, although I know they're cheating me. I deserve more than that. But taxes are taken out. That still puts us, you know, a taxpayer. We're still footing the bill, basically, for our killers. Exactly. And we are also paying our assassins, our own assassins, to assassinate those assassinators. Because remember, the doctors and nurses that deny us medical care, they are uh, a state employees and many times federal employees, and they are being paid with the taxpayers' money to essentially kill the taxpayers uh, as per the illegal alien mafia order. When the taxpayers are no good anymore to the illegal alien mafia, to the Department of Social Services commissioners, uh, because they already sold their identities and government benefits, and they go to the host, different hospitals, they are followed, uh, and this is why, one of the reasons why they are followed, to have the uh, hospital staff, uh, the person in charge at the hospital, in this case, is, uh, the, the hospital CEO, to have the CEO tell uh, his, uh, their staff to kill or assassinate, slowly but surely, uh, the, the taxpayers when they go there because they are, they are their identities and government benefits have been already stolen and sold, so they are uh, no good uh, to and, the legal anymore. And they will, you guys hear this, they will assassinate in order to cover their crimes. Remember, our identity has been sold. You know what I'm saying? And also, these doctors and nurses who are supposed to be the reporters of crime when uh, a child is sexually uh, molested or uh, is abused, they don't report any crimes because they work for the illegal aliens mafia, and the illegal aliens mafia is the one that sells these children, the children, um, to the best buyer. The Department of Social Services, uh, especially in sanctuary cities like Monroe County uh, cities, like Rochester, the one I, I am in right now, the Department of Social Services are the ones um, that uh, tell the parents, like uh, 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 like uh, 
the one in the Bronx, you know, how much do you have uh, for the custody of your child? If you want to continue to rape and abuse your child, I am willing to allow you to do that, but how much do you have to give me? Those are the judges and the lawyers of the court that the uh, taxpayers are dealing with. And these um, lawyers and and um, uh, judges are being paid a lot of money by the taxpayers with the taxpayers' money because that uh, judge, um, uh, Judge Gallagher, is an illegal aliens mafia judge that has my case. He continued to sign uh, the original uh, illegal court order against me, originally signed by an attorney posting as a judge, and he knows this attorney. He knows that he's uh, doing something illegal, and he continues to sign uh, this uh, order uh, against me because I reported the illegal aliens mafia and because of my research of 16 years, which proves beyond a reasonable doubt that the government employees are uh, illegal aliens mafia members who are trafficking with citizens' identities and government benefits and who, after their identities are sold and um, they are of no use to the illegal aliens mafia, get assassinated by illegal aliens mafia members. This uh, that's right. I want to get that. keep getting that straight, everyone. <clears throat> the reason they gangstalk us, terrorize us, uh, in the hopes to not only scare us, scare us from fighting so you don't become an activist, because you're all scared and weird. Uh, you don't send complaints, you know, just a sitting duck. They murder you because the identity has already been sold. You, you're not needed anymore. Don't you understand? I might as well kill you because illegals are already using it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you are a danger to them. The citizens, the millions of citizens that they kill are a danger to the illegal aliens market because they are liable to to say, well, I'm, I'm that person and that person is using my identity. Or if they are stabbed by a cop uh, from uh, Maricopa uh, County, the ones that want to enforce the law, they are uh, they might be found out and they might the cops might find out that they are posing as somebody else and that's uh, illegal so they might end up in jail and they don't want that because when you sell a product, if you sell an identity, you want to guarantee your product, you want to guarantee your merchandise, you want to guarantee that if you are sold an identity um that identity is not going to bring problems to the person that is buying that identity. And that includes the terrorists that come to our nation with the intentions of blowing us up. Because when the Department of Social Services Commissioners and the Social Security Administration Offices Commissioners uh, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Commissioners sell the, the citizens' identities, uh, they don't ask uh, the people that they sell them to, are you terrorists? Do you want to blow us up? The only thing they ask is, how much are you willing to pay for this identity? That's all they ask for. They don't care if they're here to blow us up. They don't care if they're here to assassinate us. They don't care if they're here for any other reason. They want, uh, they, the only uh, thing they care about is to uh, find out how much they, they will get for the identities that they sell, for the identities that come across their desk that they sell to the best uh, buyer. And remember, the Department of Social Services are also involved, the commissioners are also involved 
in the with the doctors that uh, are not reporting the uh, children who are sexually abused or molested because uh, they want to keep everything status quo. They want the illegal aliens mafia to continue to traffic with the children, to, to continue to sell the children to children, pedophiles, pedophiles, to continue to have the judges and the judges and the lawyers that will allow the uh, the trafficking of uh, the selling of the children to the best buyers. It doesn't matter if it's uh, an abusive uh, a pair of parents or uh, an aunt or somebody else who is not related to the child biologically. So they will uh, get that money. Those judges and, and, and uh, lawyers want to get those money, those monies. Uh, and um, if the parents who are abusing the child uh, have the money to pay because they are drug dealers or whatever, they have the money to pay for the child, the judges will give them their custody, even though they know that if they are selling the, sending the, the children to assure them. Uh, now I have a question. Um, we have to understand something, too. It may be shocking as we're listening, Professor Martinez, but let's not sugarcoat it. That's not my style. You have to understand something with these assassins, pedophiles, rapists, all under the umbrella of traffickers, slavery, and we've got to get to the nitty-gritty. If they will follow gang stalk, terrorize American citizens to kill them for their identity and benefit, what I'm trying to say is all human life, we're just things, bodies. Do you understand? Oh, yes. Uh, They have have no conscience, no empathy, no human qualities. Exactly. They'll sell us as just as easily as they'll sell a child, just as easily as they'll sell their own child or mother. I think I as Americans, we might have been born here, all of us as citizens. We can adopt the American culture, but we are very ignorant of this type of predator. That was, you know what I mean? Of course, a lot of people are still don't realize that what is going on, what is happening in our country is done by the illegal aliens mafia. They still don't realize that uh, when when a person wants to uh, say something or give a speech about immigration and about respecting our federal laws of immigration, our federal immigration laws, when that person is boycotted, when that person is... Uh, is um, uh, antagonized and terrorized into not giving that speech when a, a college is threatened and, and uh, is being threatened with being torn apart uh, by a group of people. They don't realize that that's, an, that's the illegal aliens mafia. They think that's, that's uh, you know, a group of people that uh, don't agree with uh, respecting our federal laws, our immigration laws, uh, or don't agree with the speaker, and that's it. Mm-mm. That is the illegal aliens mafia, and that is the illegal aliens mafia showing its power. It is that's saying fine. we have to. You will do what we say you will do, and we are here to say we are not leaving. You will uh, tolerate us, and we are. 
the ones that are the boss in this country. When you tell uh, and um, I think her name was uh, Cutler. Uh, when you tell her, uh, she's a lawyer and a, a journalist. When you tell her you cannot give your speech because it is against uh, our uh, illegalities and in favor of enforcing our immigration laws, we are telling you we are in control of this country, not the laws. And that's a very dangerous situation because just like the situation here in Monroe County, we have a, a jail at one um, one thirty um, Plymouth uh, Avenue, Rochester, New York, one forty six fourteen. In that jail, we have individuals, citizens, American citizens, uh, incarcerated when they were arrested, and they uh, have been there one, two, three, four months without being charged. We have. Uh, citizens there in that jail that have been have been uh, uh, arrested and they get the arrest warrant four, five, six months after they were arrested. We have citizens in that jail that are uh, arrested and incarcerated and they ask uh, the judge, well, where is the evidence? I was told my evidence was uh, a video and also uh, documentation. I have been here for three months, two months, and I haven't seen the evidence. And the judge, Judge Chiano, by the way, says, well, we'll show you the evidence when we get around to it. That's a dangerous situation. That is anarchy. Yes. That is a, 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 not a Republican go, uh, type of government like we have, we're supposed to have. That is an, uh, an oligarchy. And in yes. this type of anarchy and this type of disorganization in our uh, society uh, only can bring uh, bad things, nothing good. When we have uh, lawyers posting as uh, judges and signing court orders and having the citizens falsely arrested and illegally incarcerated and tortured in jail, we have uh, an anarchy. Uh, we have a dangerous situation. We have uh, a lawyers disciplinary committees in charge of preventing this from happening and this bar, uh, 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 having uh, lawyers who do this being the, uh, disbarred and the disciplinary committees uh, for lawyers say, oh, you know, uh, that's okay. If they want to do that, that's, that's, uh, that's against the law. That's a crime. You know, he should be prosecuted for that, but we're not going to do anything. You know, that's very, a very dangerous uh, situation for our society. When we have uh, public defenders who are supposed to defend uh, the uh, public, the people who are indigent, uh, and they know that they are innocent, and the public defenders conspired with uh, the judge and the uh, prosecutor who are illegal aliens mafia members to put citizens, innocent citizens, that they know they're innocent, in jail, we have a dangerous situation. Yes, we do. In this county, Monroe County, in the state of New York, we have a prosecutor by the name of Sandra Dorley, D-O-O-R-L-E-Y. The Monroe County prosecutor, Sandra Dorley, uh, has a function. Her function in the, within the illegal aliens mafia 
not what she's being uh, paid for by the taxpayers, but her function within the illegal aliens mafia is to knock down the felonies committed by illegal aliens mafia members so they can be released, to knock them down into misdemeanors so they can be released into the general population so they can continue to commit crimes against the general population, against the citizens who are victims of the illegal aliens mafia, who are not illegal aliens mafia members. Because in this mafia, you have two types of people. The mafia members who can do whatever they want and they are above the law, and the regular citizens who are uh, the victims of the mafia. You don't have anything in between. So uh, the prosecutor is being paid $200,000, $300,000 per year to, to possibly defend the citizens, but what does she do? Uh, uh, she defends the criminals, and how does she defend the criminals? By knocking down their felonies and their serious crimes to misdemeanors so they can be released on the street uh, to uh, continue to subjugate the general population, the uh, regular citizens. And we have a public defender, um, I'm sorry, we have a public defender uh, to defend the citizens. We have a prosecutor that are supposed to protect the citizens uh, by putting uh, criminals in jail, but it's doing the opposite. It's uh, putting the criminals on the street and many times uh, putting the uh, citizens, the innocent citizens, in jail because they prosecute the citizens who they know, uh, these prosecutors know are innocent and put them in jail while they uh, knock down the felonies of the criminals to put them on the street. So in, in this type of society, in this type of uh, state, we, we can only get uh, anarchy. We cannot get anything else. And we are being uh, ruled by uh, criminals uh, that are supposed to protect the citizens. So the citizens who are innocent uh, and who are uh, decent citizens end up being the criminals, quote-unquote, because they are being incarcerated illegally. And the criminals, the true criminals, who are breaking the law and violating the law by posing as, as judges, by um, falsifying court documents and legal documents uh, in order for them to kick uh, the criminals uh, into the street, keep them uh, out of the court and into the street, or keep them out of jail and, and into the street. It is anarchy. We cannot continue with this society. We have a, a, a public defender, Tim uh, Donaher, D-O-N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, H-E-R, Tim Donaher. His function is to defend the innocent people uh, like myself. And he knows that I am innocent because he knows, excuse me, the attorney who signed uh, the, uh, the arrest warrant for me by posting as a, as a judge and who uh, signed uh, the court order ordering me not to post anything, not to uh, uh, post anything in my uh, news channel or any internet site that shows evidence against any illegal alien mafia okay. member. So this public defender, instead of defending me, he was representing my uh, um, uh, accuser, the one that the illegal alien mafia got to be my accuser, and it could be anybody. They just need a body with two eyes, that's all. They got somebody to be my accuser, and this public defender was uh, his lawyer and my lawyer at the same time. And this public defender is is paid is being paid not less 
than $160,000 per year, not less. He must be on $250,000, and he's being paid with the taxpayer's money to falsify documents, to misrepresent people, and to violate U.S. law. This is a very dangerous situation because what happens with this situation is that the criminals are uh, the uh, ones uh, in control of the judicial system, in control of deciding who goes to jail and who, who does not go to jail. So they let the criminals like them go out of jail and they put innocent people, decent people, in jail because they don't want uh, non-criminals uh, to be in jail. Uh, I mean, they don't want non-criminals to be out of jail. They want non-criminals to be in jail and the criminals like them to be outside uh, with them. You know what I mean? This is a very serious situation. Uh, and uh, the problem with this is that the, the agencies who are in charge of regulating these criminals working as government employees in our judicial system, they are looking the other way. The uh, disciplinary committee uh, for the seventh uh, judicial department, uh, which is in charge of the Monroe County, uh, they have a judge. The judge is basically saying, go right, ahead, go right ahead. If you want to put people in jail illegally, go right ahead. I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm not going to discipline you in any way, shape, or form. If you want to let people outside of, of jail that you know are criminals and they're going to commit crimes against the regular population, go right ahead. I'm not going to do anything regarding that. So this is a very serious, very uh, dangerous situation because the citizens are uh, exposed, they cannot do anything, and the people who are being paid a lot of money, by the way, to protect the citizens, they're not protecting the citizens. I mean, in my case, uh, and in in other people's cases that I have uh, done uh, work uh, for, uh, we contacted the attorney, the chief of counsel, chief counsel, attorney uh, Gregory, J, middle initial, as in John Huder, which is H-E-U-T, as in Tom, H-E-R, chief counsel. He's the chief counsel in the attorney grievance committee for the fourth judicial uh, department uh, in the seventh judicial district um, at five uh, at five zero East Avenue, Suite one, uh, Suite four hundred four, Rochester, New York. 14604-2206. The phone number there is 585-530-3180. I called this number, I contacted this uh, chief counsel myself, and I was told that um, they, uh, they couldn't do anything for uh, people impersonating a judge in Lima and New York and falsifying court records and court papers to illegally evict elderly citizens uh, and uh, having people move into uh, their dwellings after they were illegally uh, evicted and having people that move into their dwellings impersonate those people in order to get the, the government benefits. I mean, this is a disaster. We cannot continue uh, this way. Something needs to be done. You know what? It's been needing to be done. And all the while, we as victims right now, we feel the danger. You know what I mean? At the beck and mercy of this oppressor, this mafia. Because it has this, like, vortex. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a room, you know what I mean? 
caged in, caged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're, we're terrorized, we're followed, we're stalked. It, it's frightening. Um, when I say interactive tonight, I really want to make sure everyone is on the same page. Let me really slow this down. We're all suffering. We're all terrorized. But remember one thing. Professor Martinez is right. Number one, God is in control. He's Alpha and Omega. Number two, they terrorize us to keep us in the state of fear where you don't think. When you're not thinking, you can't move. You can't, you know what I mean? Who do I need to complain? Am I documenting? Am I, you know what I mean? They want to keep us so much that we don't even get proper sleep. Are we eating right? We don't take care of ourselves too much. We feel depressed, downtrodden. Again, they want no movement from us. And actually to be a part tonight is what we keep going with right on. We want to do the complete opposite. As best to your ability, there are maybe Excedrin over the counter. If you have a headache, maybe that'll help you sleep. Everyone do their best to eat as balanced and healthy as what your financial budget will uh, afford. That's a good way to put it. Uh, The main thing is document and complain. They don't know what is going on. We just need a paper trail. And usually when you put a complaint against a doctor, a hospital, you don't have to keep letters and calling them. One one complaint is enough. You'll hear from them. Don't worry. And keep a copy of that. The paper trail is, everyone, a paper trail. Either keep a copy if you do on the internet, we can download what you've sent, a complaint, or formal if you write a short letter. Start your paper trail. Continue your documentation. Everyone, if you haven't, do it. I think you can start out with even food stamps or cash assistance right on the internet in your state that you live in, Department of Social Services. Sometimes you just want to find out what would they offer me? What can I get? I mean, that we are all entitled to. We want that answer. That usually will let you know very much, or like you say, accepting to take your application, you qualify. So, and I, uh, tell you, I tell you another thing. When you fill out that application, mm-hmm. uh, and if you hand it in in person, they are obliged by law to give you a copy right there, a legible copy, not a copy that you cannot read. They are obliged by law uh, to give you a copy. So if you ask for a copy, they they have to give it to you. They must give it to you. Keep a copy because what they do is they check. Uh, there are boxes in there that uh, they check that you did not check because you don't want to be put Say you are chronically ill, you don't want to be given uh, an insurance like Medicare Part B for non-chronically ill individuals because it doesn't cover your chronic illness. You won't be able to see the doctors that you need to see, like my mother. So they have, instead of uh, uh, writing sentences to apply for them, they have a check uh, uh, box. uh, And uh, if you don't check it because you don't want uh, Medicare Part B, they will check it and they will give you Medicare Part B in order for them to sell your Medicaid to um, illegal aliens for them to get free medical care. 
So you will be stuck with Medicare Part B, and you will you will not be able to see the seven or, or ten, or in my case, in my mother's case, twelve different doctors that she needs to see every month or so uh, to stay alive, and that's why she's dying of cancer now because she was given Medicare Part B. Um, and uh, you will not be able to see the doctors and to get the medical care that you need uh, when they check that box. But if they give you a copy and the box is not checked, and then you get an investigator or a news uh, reporter or whoever to get uh, uh, what they have in the computer and they check the uh, box that you did not check, then uh, you got them. Then you can tell them you can you can show that they are false, they are engaging in falsification of legal and um, government records, and that's a very serious charge. But if you don't ask for your copy and you go home, you don't have any evidence. And you know something? Get a copy, even if they tell you some square ball jazz. Oh, you don't qualify. Would you please uh, give me a copy and check off? I don't qualify. What I'm saying is you spent time to process your application, walk out of DSS with something. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And they are supposed to, uh, by law, send you a letter saying that you don't qualify or you qualify. When they send you that letter, you can show that letter to any news reporters, any government officials, any senators, Congress people. You can uh, show that letter to anybody. It, it, uh, it is just like my case. In my case here, uh, I was told to come back to court for my uh, false arrest case, um, which they they call uh, a, a violation of another profession for me. Of course, they're going to call it that, but it's a false arrest case. They told me, oh, come back the 17th of July at 9.30 uh, a.m. in this same room, 4.03. And what did I do? Okay, I said, okay, uh, can I get that? Can I get things writing? No, we don't give it to you in writing. So I said, okay, but I know that the illegal aliens mafia uh, should um, follow this because they uh, don't have any um, a real case to go on. So what do they do? They have to get me falsely arrested. So I said, if, if they have to get me falsely arrested, uh, they must give me the wrong court date so I don't show up in the real court date, doing the real court date and then they can get me falsely arrested. So the lawyer that they are paying 300 or $500 uh, per hour to be my lawyer on paper, not in court, because he doesn't go to court to my hearing, uh, and I am put la as a pro se, uh, saying, meaning that I am defending myself, he, can, he gets $300 per hour or $500 per hour from the taxpayer to be my lawyer on paper, but um, he's not going to go to court because he knows the case against me is a fictitious uh, fabricated case uh, in, in retaliation for my activism against the illegal Indian mafia. So what do they do? They say, come back the 17th, and the court date, and I found out later, that was the 7th of uh, July, 2017, at 9.30 in Zoom 403. And, and why do they do that? Because they know the court case is a fake court case. It's a fake case. So the, this lawyer, I already told him, uh, I know that the case is, is false. I have uh, um, reported this to the pertinent people, uh, and he's not going to show up in court. He didn't show up in court on the 21st of June uh, at 9.30. So he's not going to, going to show up in court on the 
excuse me, on the 7th of uh, July, either because he knows that I reported this to the pregnant individual, he doesn't want to be involved in that. He just wants the $500 or $300 per hour that he gets, he's getting for supposedly defending me, but he is uh, not there in person. In reality, he's not defending me. And the same thing goes for the prosecutors and the other lawyers involved. The judge uh, knows that everybody listed in the com uh, computer court uh, as a defendant, uh, as the lawyer for the uh, uh, other party and my lawyer, they are only uh, lawyers in the computer system, so they can get paid with the taxpayers' money, $300 per hour or $500 per hour. But in reality, they don't go to court. The court of the uh, person who is posting against, uh, who's posting as my um, accuser, his lawyer is an incognito lawyer. He, he doesn't he doesn't identify himself in court. Uh, and when I asked for his name, it was uh, I was given a, a name that I know is not his name because they are afraid that I can uh, I will report this lawyer to the uh, pertinent um, uh, authorities and the pertinent uh, uh, news reporters. So this case is uh, is. Um, a fictitious case, just like the cases uh, for the Department of Social Services, they give you a fictitious case and they tell you you don't qualify when they know that you qualified for many programs and they uh, they uh, many times uh, uh, send you a letter because they know that you are not going to do anything with that letter. But save those letters. When they tell you you don't qualify, save those letters, those letters because those letter, uh, letters are your evidence that you did qualify and they denied you because they were stealing your government benefits because they sold your identity. That's exactly what we're getting to. And everyone, like I said before, um, I'm going to throw this out here, interactive. It sounds like a struggle, very hard. Some of us are tortured. Some of us get poisoning or weapons on top of that. I personally think... This mafia has a lot of groups, okay? There's some that like to fool around with directed energy weapons, voice to skull you, poison you. And some just like to gang stalking. Some just want you or your kids. Various nefarious mafia groups orientated. And the name of the game is money. It's a modern-day word for slavery is what they put us in. We're like in a cage confined to our room wherever we live, but it's a prison. Gang stalk, terrorize. It's overwhelming. Some people just feel I don't have the fight in me. Professor Martinez, if you, if a victim makes up their mind, Professor Martinez, I just don't have it. I'm just going to sit here and weather the storm. What is your best advice for that comment? Well, my best advice, uh, advice for that is to fight because you are going to be like sitting ducks uh, waiting for death to arrive because they will kill you. Once they sell your identity and government benefits, you are of no use to them, uh, and they will kill you. So, might, so you might as well fight for your life, and uh, if you're going to die, die fighting. But if you don't do anything, you will die like a coward. You will not do anything. And if you fight, you, you might uh, succeed because, I tell you, I have been fighting for the last 16 years, and people have told me many times, 
oh my God, I thought that you 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 and your mother were assassinated a long time ago. Why haven't we been assassinated? Wow, what a thing to say. I can't believe it. Yes. I had I actually had a, a friend by the name of um Rufa. Uh she was uh Puerto Rican. Uh, I think she died because she was older. She told me when I went uh, back to New Jersey uh, with my mom after a, a George Casares uh, sent his her assassins after my mother and myself, and we had to flee New Jersey. When we came back after uh, illegal aliens mafia George uh, uh, did that, uh, Barbara saw Casares. She saw me and she said, "Oh my God! I thought that you and your mom uh, were assassinated." And she was surprised. And the reason why we are still alive, and Barbara Sokasaret um, died uh, in uh, October of uh, 2012, is because we are a fighter. We are a, a pair of fighters. Uh, my mother is being denied medical care when when we go to any hospitals. So I took her to the Rochester Regional Hospital. With a, uh, she got a, a tremendous migraine headache there. She uh, is um, chronically ill with multiple sclerosis, osteoporosis, epilepsy, severe migraine headaches, uh, uh, three stomach ulcers, two uh, leaking heart valves, um, scoliosis, uh, a, a severe um, back injury. She's also got uh, two cancer operations. Uh, she uh, got cancer a third time due to a lack of medical care after her identity and government benefits were sold by illegal aliens mafia members Kevin McGuire and Diane Dane. And uh, we just left because the doctor at uh, Rochester Medical, uh, Rochester Regional Health uh, uh, Hospital, uh, the doctor there told us, you know, I'm not going to give, give her anything for her severe migraine headaches, even though. I gave him a, a letter from my mother's doctor, Dr. Um, Ida Soto Cruz, uh, which lists very clearly and uh, has her uh, stamp and her uh, phone number and her office address and everything. And she's a United States licensed physician who took care of mom for two years. She lists very clearly there, suffers from migraine headaches and all the other um, the complications. And he refused to give her anything for her migraine headache. So she's been denied medical care, but we continued uh, on because we know that God, that God is with us, that he is watching over us. Otherwise, we would have been dead. And Rufa is not the only person who has told me that. I had another friend by the name of, um, uh, what, what was his name? Uh, Torres. He's also Puerto Rican, and he told me, Oh my God! You guys are so lucky because you you uh, were supposed to be assassinated a long time ago. Why we haven't been assassinated? Because we know that the one the one that controls everything is God, not the illegal aliens mafia, not uh, assassin uh, Kevin McGuire, not assassin uh, Diana Dane. God is the one that controls everything. That's why we're still alive. And I tell you. If you fight, you will survive because your survival instinct is going to take over. But if you let fear take over, then you will not survive because that's what the uh, the 
devil, that's why the negative energies and this illegal mafia want, they want you to have uh, no hope, have no faith, and have nothing to look forward to because they want to defeat you and get rid of you. But if you fight, they, there is no way they can win. Your, your you know what? That is so true. I'm not lying. And you know something, Professor Martinez and everyone out here listening, uh, we know what buttons they, we know their buttons that they use to push us, to keep us in fear. But we have to grow, you know, to become the opposite of fear is, you know, fearless. You know what I'm saying? A contender, a contender. I'm telling you, I know it may be hard at times, but everyone try to get into some type of routine. Get enough sleep as much as you possibly can. You know, uh, eat as healthy as much as you possibly can. Definitely drink a lot of water. And you don't know, you're going to start even emotionally and intellectually feeling better when we do activism and send our complaints and fight back. Do you feel that way, Professor Martinez? I think that when we fight back and we when we send letters, when we do activism and we when we uh say we're not gonna take it, is when the illegal aliens mafia say, Whoa, maybe I am not so invisible as I think I am. And if you don't do that, if you don't fight back, they will uh do whatever they want. You have to fight back because if you don't you are good as dead. I'm telling you. I believe you. I actually do. I heard that. Um, at this point, just an interactive, does anyone at this point have, we've, we've been really laying down the pan, 15 episodes. Now we're going into tonight interactively, how they work on fear, how, how we have to push back on fearless. Survival mode, how do you survive? Well, they, I know they have us with as little money as possible, but I'm telling you, Try to get your sleep as much as possible. Those of us that are fortunate to have money, I, I think if they these weapons that cannabis legal oil works, you can vape with that or something or rub that on your joints. It's really good. It's better than, um, you know, a lot of that high-powered, you know, pain pills. Work on activism. Uh, keep our minds and as well as bodies and heart and spirit, you know, as possible. Yes, mm-hmm. I also recommend that you read your Bible. If yes. you know, I that you don't have to be a scholar and, and study the Bible, but read your Bible. Go to Psalm uh, 91, go to Psalm 37, go to Psalm 143. You will see uh, how God will give you strength because what the illegal aliens mafia wants you is to have no hope, no strength, Mm -hmm. and no no desire to to fight back. I'm telling you, I am a person who has been fighting for the last 16 years. I am alive because God is with me and because I have a survival instinct. People have told me, you you have such a a survival instinct that if you are put in in an island with no food and no water, you will survive. Because they think that I have a survival instinct. 
I am the person who was falsely arrested, illegally incarcerated without doing anything wrong. I have been uh, going through this four times. This is my fourth false arrest. Four times. Uh, this this uh, case, after I started uh, doing my activism and I started recording this case, four different lawyers uh, said, I'm not touching that case. Four different lawyers. My case was, was given to four different lawyers in less than two weeks. Why? Because the first lawyer said, I'm not touching that case. The second lawyer said, I'm not touching that case. The third lawyer said, I'm not touching that case. The fourth lawyer said, I'm not showing up in court. I might get the, the money on the, on, the, uh, on, the, on the paper, but I'm not showing up in court because they know I am a fighter and I will die fighting. I'm not... Uh, 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 going, uh, I'm not practicing retreat or surrender. Surrender. I'm a fighter, and I told them, you know, my case file number is 2214. Look at the at the file. If you uh, have a friend who can get into the computers, uh, into the court computer, look at my file. 2214. That's my file number. My case file number. It's in, in room 403 with George Gallagher, illegal illness mafia. George Gallagher, at 99 Exchange Boulevard, Rochester, New York, 14614, fourth floor, in the sanctuary city of Rochester. If you look at my file, you will see that the lawyers there are not the ones, the, the true lawyers that are showing up. Why? Because they are afraid. Why? Because I'm a fighter. You have to fight back. You have to report. You have to go into the you have to contact news reporters. You have to contact uh, government officials. Contact the uh, the court system. Contact the uh, illegal aliens mafia enemies. You have to fight back. If you fight back, they will retreat. I'm telling you, I have been mm -hmm. dealing with illegal aliens mafia for the last 16 years. Oh. They, they I knocked down two cases, and not I I didn't knock them down. God knocked them down because God knows that I am fighting for the truth. In Manhattan, you look at my name, they sealed my cases. Why? Because they knew that I reported them and they knew that they could, the lawyers involved could lose their licenses. They could go to jail. They, can, they could be prosecuted for falsification of legal and court records. They knocked down two cases. And this case is... is um, reported already. I don't know what what they're going to do, but they're not going to be able to continue with the case. Why? Because it is reported everywhere. I made a video, an activist uh, activism uh, video, uh, reporting the, the lawyer who was posing as a judge, which is a serious crime. He's supposed to, instead of getting his $173,000 uh, per year, uh, he's supposed to get... Um, jail time for that, and he's supposed to be disbarred if he is he's a true lawyer. But that doesn't come uh, easy. You have to fight back. If you don't fight back, they will not retreat. The illegal aliens mafia will not retreat. They mm -hmm. do fear. Don't think that you are the only one that has fears. Uh, they, they fear. They fear uh, the law. They fear the illegal aliens mafia enemies. They fear you fighting back. If you fight back, they will fear what what you are able to do while fighting back. But you need to fight back. You cannot retreat or surrender. No, you can't. And do you feel that keeps it to keep again a fighter in shape? 
you can't stress it enough with the activism will come the discipline. Is that correct? Plenty things good. Uh, try it again. Eat as healthy as possible. Lots of water. Get your rest as much as possible. And read that Bible also. Read your Bible. That should be number one. Okay, we redo the list. Shuffle back up again. And <laughs> the number one, read your Bible. Pray up. You know what they say? <laughs> Stay up and pray. Pray up, everyone. So I'm telling you, and I can't reiterate it enough. Uh, those of you who haven't called, reach out to Donald, President Trump's new agency called Voice, Victims of Immigration Crime Engagement. And that's 855 855- 48 voice 855-48-VOICE. When you give your complaint, my identity has been stolen, victim of a crime, illegal aliens, mafia, make sure they give you that long reference number of your benefits, identity stolen, and your uh, government benefits have been uh, sold. Uh, if you are waiting on things, apply for everything uh, at the DSS office in the states that you live in. Apply for your food stamps, your full government package, your Section 8, you know, uh, if you need medical, plus sign up for that. See uh, see what they're going to do and how they're going to uh, handle it. If they reject you in that office, get a copy of that. Don't forget. And remember, always uh, keep your notes uh with you and when you call take out your notes and did they say to you oh you didn't say that the last time you say oh yes i did say that i spoke to such and such in such a such day uh, uh on that time and i said this this and this but if you don't have your notes then you won't be able to answer back if they say well somebody came and you know uh, falsified uh whatever you said or a hacker went into the computer and falsified uh whatever you said if you have your notes, you can tell whatever you said again to the operator, and she will post it again. She will uh, enter the uh, information in the computer again. But if you don't have your notes, you don't you won't be able to remember with um, uh, exactitude if if whatever you said. So you have to have your notes. Yes, you, you do. Have you, you're right. Have your notebook with you when you talk on the phone with something. Who am I talking to? What's the date? What's the time? Exactly. In the brief notes, what was said, especially if it's pertinent information, because these creeps will try to change it around or act, you know, play jump stupid real fast with us. You know. Yes, they are. Uh, the, the illegal aliens mafia is an octopus. You cannot forget that they have uh, the illegal aliens mafia has tentacles everywhere. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. If you call uh, Trump's uh, um, uh, hotline, they might have they might have somebody there. If you call uh, uh, the attorney general, they might have somebody there. If you call somebody, you know, another agency, they might have somebody there. So they 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 that's not going to uh, do them any good if you have your notes and you know what's going on and you are uh, documenting what is going on. Exactly. And survival skills to keep us as fighters. That Again, <clears throat> I believe Professor Martinez and I are laying laying our cards out on the table, as they would say. You know what I mean? Nothing sugar-coated. If you choose, anyone out here, I want to be passive, I don't want to do nothing, that's your choice. But they don't feel no pity. 
and they still going to traffic your benefits. They still going to break your mind or body down, and they still want your life. I'm not lying. They will kill you. Your other choice is the resistance and fight. And activism starts with documentation is the best thing. Document, document, document. I know we get tired, we're tortured, we can make thousand and one excuses, but at the end of the day, you know, we have to take care of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We can, we can help each other as much as we can, but to be, none of us are, you know, none of us have a uh, rattler with diapers on. You know what I'm trying to say? We're still, it's your decision. And that's a decision that all of us have to make and look within yourself. What do I want to do? I can remain passive, but they surely will kill me. Absolutely. 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 And remember, I am giving you also uh, different information uh, regarding who is not going to do anything about uh, your complaint. So you um, and and who is going to do so? Uh, who is going to do something about your complaint? So when uh, you uh, take notes, you know if you have uh, if you have been falsely arrested. I know that somebody from Minnesota said the other day that he was falsely arrested and some other people were falsely arrested, like you and Lillian got falsely arrested. Oh, yes. Yes. A a chronically ill person getting falsely arrested for not doing anything. Imagine that. But anyways, if you get falsely arrested, don't call the uh, bar association thinking that you're going to get any, any help, okay? If somebody's falsifying documents, if a lawyer is falsifying documents, if, if you call the, the bar association uh, hoping that you're going to get any help, uh, they're not going to do anything. They are aiding and abating at least the New York State uh, Bar Association aids and abates the bad lawyers who engage in falsification of court and records and uh, defraud the USA government by uh, saying that they are defending uh, the citizens when they're not and by saying that they have a case when in reality they don't even show, being, show up in court. So the New York State Bar Association doesn't do anything. And I uh, I can bet money that the other bar associations around the country uh, are similar because they fa- uh, follow a, a similar path. So the, the New York State Bar Association, you make the call to document that you uh, are reporting what you are reporting that a lawyer or a group of lawyers are engaging in falsification of court and legal records and false arrests, but don't expect any help. They have a pro bono department. Many many citizens believe, oh, the uh, New York State Bar Association or the Michigan Bar Association uh, or whatever your state is has a pro bono department. That's for the citizens. No, the pro bono department is for attorneys only, not for citizens to be helped, to be helped, are for attorneys only. Um, the uh, lawyers disciplinary committees, they're not going to uh, help you in any way, shape, and form because those committees, as I mentioned before in my previous uh, shows, uh, they are made up, they are comprised of the friends and associates of the lawyers and, and judges that are breaking the law. So their friends, their dear beloved friends, are not going to conduct an investigation against their friends 
with any kind of of the object uh, uh, with any kind of of uh, impartiality. They're going to be uh, for their friends and with their friends. So the lawyers disciplinary committee are not going to assist you. However, you have to file the complaint. Why? Because you need to document that the lawyers disciplinary committees knew about the crimes being committed by the lawyers and judges involved. And remember, judges are lawyers, but they have a, a higher uh, uh, position within the court. So they are lawyers, so they can be disbarred. Um, the uh, um, uh, committees on judicial conduct are for the, law, the judges. The, the lawyers disciplinary committees are for the lawyers. The committees for judicial conduct are for the judges. And none of them are going to do anything for you because they are comprised of who? The uh, friends uh, and associates of the lawyers and um, judges who are breaking the law. So they're not going to do anything for you or against them, their friends. Um, what, who is going to do something for you? The illegal aliens, mafias, enemies, and the other uh, TIs, the other activists, that you can get in contact with. Uh, there is another. Uh, there, there are many activists uh, that you can get in contact with. Look in the internet uh, and look for um, different organizations. And I have given you a list of organizations within the illegal aliens mafia uh, enemies. You will find a list of organizations that are activists uh, involved with activism, and that will help you. Uh, one organization is Judicial Watch, the other organization is Numbers USA, and there are um, many organizations. Another one is, uh, uh, what was the name of this one? Um, um, let me see. Uh, uh, Watch, uh, oh, Freedom Watch is another one. So you have many, you have a, a resource, you can look up, you can go to the library and look it up, or you can even go into the internet and look up the activist uh, organizations that are within your state or uh, here uh, nationwide. Uh, and they, they will help you. The Lawyers Committee or the Committee uh, on Judicial Conduct for the Judges, they're not going to help you, but there are plenty of organizations that will help you. If you listen to me, you will succeed. I guarantee they will help you. I have done that. I have done that for 16 years, and they haven't been able to touch me. They have been able to arrest me, to falsely arrest me, and to uh, illegally incarcerate me for 24 hours or so. But they haven't been able to do anything else because once you report these uh, illegalities to uh, the illegal aliens mafia enemies, they will not tolerate that. They will go against uh, the people who, the criminals who are working as, as judicial system employees, and they have their own people that they can uh, uh, place uh, in the criminal's place when they fire them for breaking the law. So, if you report uh, people who in, in the judicial system who falsely arrest you or, or who uh, break the law to in order to um, harm you. Uh, in, through the judicial system, they, their enemies have people that they can put in their place when they get them fired because they are in violation of U.S. law. 
And also, um, when you call somebody uh, within the judicial system, you have to document it, even if it's nothing. If it has nothing to do with your false arrest or uh, your uh, court cases, uh, uh, today I spoke to. Um, I called yesterday, and today the Rochester chief of police called me. Well, his secretary called me because I called him because I uh, uh, I had a question, and I and I know that this uh, chief of police, his name is Michael Simonelli. C I M I N as in Nancy E L L I Michael Siminelli. Um, he is uh, a, the a chief of police, which is equivalent to the sheriff of uh, Livingston County, who was the one who sent uh, um, a, several police officers to assassinate my mother and myself while we lived. Uh, at 1449 Rochester Street, uh, Lima, New York, 14485, uh, uh, Trailer 18. And he is uh, the uh, one that uh, Sheriff Thomas Doherty contacted to have me falsely arrested because I'll tell you one thing. Uh, when the police officers and the sergeants and lieutenants involved in my false arrest got me falsely arrested with the illegal court order uh, signed by a lawyer posing as a, as a judge. When they had me falsely arrested, it was with the permission of this chief of police, Michael Simonelli, in the uh, sanctuary city of Rochester, New York. But why did I call him? I didn't call him for that uh, because I knew he was connected. Uh, he was the one that um, Sheriff uh, Thomas Doherty called to have me falsely arrested and to make trouble for me. But I called him because I uh, filed a police report on the 18th of June, 2017, uh, and the police report had an error. He had my date of birth wrong, um, and uh, I tried to correct the, uh, the police report. I called three times, and nobody got back to me, and I, it was impossible for me to speak to somebody. Uh, to correct it. So what did I do? I called the chief of police. I mean, I didn't tell him, oh, well, you got me falsely arrested. I know that uh, a assassin uh, and sheriff of Livingston County contacted you after he got the uh, notice of claim, I mean, the, the notice uh, from the federal court uh, that my mother was, that says that my mother was suing the county, the Livingston County, because he sent police officers to assassinate her and myself. I didn't tell him any of that. I said, oh, I am calling because I need to correct this uh, police report that has uh, incorrect information about me, my date of birth, uh, and my mother's uh, name is incorrectly uh, uh, put in there, and it needs to be corrected. So they called me back today. When they called me back, um, uh, Lieutenant Brian Marone had already corrected the, the police report because I also contacted him. but. I was able to explain uh, to each person when I spoke to them why I called and who I spoke with. And I could not do that if I don't take notes and if I don't uh, log what I do. So whenever I, whenever I call, people understand exactly what's going on because I take notes and I explain to them, this is what happened, this is what I need to do, 
I spoke to, I left messages for so and so, and the messages were not answered. So this is the way to do it. You have to take notes, and then you have to uh, say, well, in such and such day, this this happened and this happened. But uh, you have to uh, log it, and you have to have your log with you when you call, so you can uh, explain to people uh, the things that you are doing, and they can understand you well. But sometimes, if your thoughts and organization, uh, and if your if your if your organization is not good, then your thoughts are not going to be any good, and your uh, the person at the other end of the phone is not going to understand what you're saying. That is very true. That is very true. We all have to take that in. Again, there is so much information to absorb, but as we said before, everyone, I can assure you right, I can assure you right now, you don't want to be, you know, lost in translation. Choose, make a choice or want to be made for you, but make a choice. You've got to feel out your life, your temperament, what state you're in. Are you more, you know what I mean, terrorized? Only you can make that decision. But I can assure you, if you choose to do nothing, remain passive, without a doubt, they will kill you. If you choose to act, be an activist, advocate, uh, join the resistance, I feel you've given them a run for their money and you're kind of throwing them off. You know what I mean? Remember, this mafia is more, it, it is an octopus, but more importantly, they're not very bright, degenerate. Uh, all the way up to higher echelons, too, because I think they're losers to want to be a part of this. Very anti-American, I can tell you that for sure. But more importantly, they rely and lean on each other with a lot of help. So I personally think any kind of resistance is throwing them a boomerang anyway. You know what I mean? They don't expect it. Exactly, and trust me, if you resist, they will respect you uh, more than if you don't resist, because if you don't resist, they say, well, you know, we can do whatever we want, because he or she doesn't resist. But if you fight back, if you report, if you document, and you uh, and you contact the, their enemies, you contact other people who are your, uh, victims uh, of the illegal alien mafia, you contact other TIs, and you... Um, get together, you have uh, uh, different ideas, you uh, interchange ideas, you will exactly. uh, get more than if you don't do anything. Because if you don't do Absolutely. anything, you're saying, come, come and get me. Well, interactive tonight right now. Uh, Professor Martinez has a question from We the People. Hold on a second. Let me unmute you. Good evening, We the People. Go right ahead. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Hi. Elvira. Good evening. How are you? <laughs> um, not not so good, but uh, oh, I'm, uh, it could be worse. Let's put it that way. Uh, oh. But I was, I wanted uh, 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 Lauren to know I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation because it, to me it's so me. And uh, but they have that call on at nine o'clock, you know, for for that, um, you know, what they were doing. The survey. Oh yes, that's the number. Yes. Oh yes, yes. the global TI survey, and I, I think of William Benny and them. He's a, a whistleblower from NSA. Yes. So these are 
really yeah, renowned they, doing this. Yeah. And I, I wanna wanted to give you the number, you know, for it. Just in case you, when you finish you wanna go in there. Oh, you have the number? Okay. Good. Let me okay, have the num the number for that call is six four six seven four nine three one one two. And the code is four five zero four one four three zero one. Nine o'clock supposed to start. Okay, Elvira, repeat it one more time. Just make sure everyone got it. Go right ahead. Repeat it one more time. Six four six seven four nine three one one two. The code four five zero four one four three zero one. And Ms. Martinez, I hope everything is going well with your move and everything, dear. Yes, uh, things are going well. Uh, I just need to do a few things, and, and then I will um, start packing because I think that um, it is um, a, more of a pri priority to do all the things like apply for my mother's food stamps and for my benefits. And then uh, do the packing. Ooh, I've been trying to call. I wanted to call you, but um, I figured you was too busy. Yes, yeah, I've been a little busy lately. <laughs> because I haven't seen. I, 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 I ask you every morning to post something because I'm kind of sick and I don't always uh, be able to do it. And I was looking and I didn't see anything. You know, if you post it like late at night after I get off or something like that, or early in the morning, it'll be there. Yes, but yeah, so you said you post only two things, right? Yes. Okay, and then there's two things a day. Uh -huh. and, and, and in the morning and at night. And if you miss one, do three or four. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, because I need that up there. I, I love, you know, like I said, you, uh, what you do is so me. You know, what how I grew up and everything, it just reminds me of all of that. And uh, I appreciate it when I see it. And I, I, me personally, I don't know which one to post, but you do. <laughs> you know what you want there. You know what I mean? And then I get so much mail and I be trying to satisfy everybody and I, you know, so can you do that for me, please, dear? Oh yes, of course. All right, dear. Yeah, I have to. I yes. have a lot to say. <laughs> yes, and you say it. That's the place to say it. One yes, you certainly do. You certainly do. Uh, yeah. Is there anybody that has Lauren uh, when you're having your call? I'm sure. Yes, I do. Um, please uh, generate to other people and stuff. Um, I'd like to see, of, of course, like all moderators, I'd like to see the call grow. Um, I don't really, <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, I can understand. Uh, I, I've heard, you know, not anyone here right now, though, okay, uh, a little bit of don't call it this or don't call it that. Look, mm -hmm. this call is like the emperor has no clothes. I'm yeah, going to pull things down like a four-year-old. We're going to just speak the truth, and we're not going to sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? Because you know what? 
we're being chased by illegals that want us dead. You know what I mean? It's real. It's in your face. I really don't know how to dress this up. I can't get, my sister can't get treatment at a hospital or it always is like the fun land or something freaky. Mm-hmm. Although, although this is how I feel about the illegal situation. Mm-hmm. All those who are here, I think they have the right to be here because they were used as slaves. And I think that if anybody pays for them to be here, it should be the slave owners. You understand? Because I think there will be enough jobs for everybody. It's just that they just have to figure out how they're going to do that, that part. You understand? No um, one should be jobless because of their race, where they come from, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I, I personally... Don't think it's about, you know, it might, that's, and I, I do appreciate your take on that. What I really think between the M&Ms, like the candy, Mexicans and Muslims, I'm telling you guys how it's really going to be. They want complete chaos. They want to destroy the American culture. They want it to be a rape culture. Get the fantasies that it's going to be some ebony skin, mandingo buck after you. It's going to be Barney from across the street that's 500 pounds and thinks he can have you. It's going to be something really gross. And that's what scares me. I ain't wearing no rabbit. Equality is, you know, I know they don't believe in, they say equality, but they don't do it. So, therefore, you need enforcers, you know, people who go on these jobs and make sure that the law is enforced. Well, and that's just what we covered over an hour, and especially uh, Professor Martinez in extensive research we are like living in ancient rome there is nothing but rampant lawlessness yes lord tell me about we, we are hanging on a shoestring and at that barely i mean what the kids will jump rope with is is, is bound greater than what's going on in society can't you feel it just takes it's like an egg it doesn't take much to just throw it on the floor and crash. I mean, we're we're like in a state of kind of um, chaos already. The corruption is so rapid. The pedophilia, the high places that we're supposed to look to in government, I think they're fighting. I'm sure they're fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to see the slave owners face. I do. I want to see them because those people would not be here if not for slavery. And I think that they should pay, you know, for, for you know, they did this. I know because my own grandfather was one. And that's what I'm judging things on. He was a slave owner. He sold, he sold his tribe into slavery. They did. And, and even family members didn't matter. No. Depending on the skin color, the light skin versus the dark skin. Oh. And stuff like that in the minds of the, not not my grandfather, but but the, his uh, children's children. I believe a trafficker, a slaver, only knows to enslave. Don't you mm-hmm. see? We're not human beings. We're things. We're nothing. We're less than. We're less than exactly. Exactly. 
And then they're the ones who keep us from getting educated. They're the ones who put the drugs into in our neighborhoods and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, yes, because the, the denied education, like they always want to say, knowledge is power. Let me deny you education so you can barely read a newspaper because I can yes, really right. control you, you know. And we've actually, yes, right. the TV show made a fortune off it, Homer Simpson. But, you know, because, but actually he was a happy, you know, unlearned. Yes. Homer was nice now. He's you know, weird, but nice. Uh, but they again, they will end like being victims, as Professor Martinez says. We've been working several months a season to educate us on what's going on. I say it at every call. They want us wrapped up, nervous. It's boo boo across the street, shooting a gay uh, a ray gun at me, trying to cook me to death, or you know. But that's happening. But what else is happening is trafficking. The money is phenomenal on human traffickers mm-hmm. and everybody's like the name of the game is money and everybody's jumping in on it you got the medical i know i've heard people say that the uh, doctors and stuff are the nice guys not my experience they have not been complicit what i'm going through with lillian they have been in collusion i mean some things especially when lillian was pinned down with three people sticking a catheter in her Growing with no local anesthesia. Chicago was an animal. Oh, my the goodness. Uni- University of Chicago Medicine was an animal. That's what they did to Lillian? Yes. Oh, my God. That's illegal and barbaric, and those people should be prosecuted and put in jail for that. That's a crime. That's torture. And if the person is chronically ill, that's another charge. They should be in jail. What happens is that yeah. uh, the Chicago uh, um, uh, area, it is illegally as mafia uh, uh, controlled. That uh, area is uh, not controlled by a government. It is illegally as mafia controlled, and they do things like that. They abuse, they abuse the citizens, they subjugate the citizens, and they violate laws left and right, and there is nobody overseeing that. No, right. Um, that is so true. Hold on just a minute. I have somebody that has a, you know, that wants to make a statement. Um, uh, hello, uh, Professor Solange Martinez. This is Lillian, her sister. Oh, wow. Oh, hi. How are you? How are you? I'm hanging on in there. That time I checked in with you guys, too. Oh, great. <laughs> Yes, what's traumatizing what my sister says is true. Um, I didn't realize until I got the next one put in how nice that went, that they had definitely wrestled me down and did not give me local anesthesia, and it hurt. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm in there like, I screamed. I literally screamed and said, what are you doing to me? Could you get something to do that? We can't, we can't find it. We just went and went and uh, three people, and they put it in the wrong place at that. Ended up not working out. But uh, I was traumatized by when I think about it. I think I'm traumatized. Because they did that on purpose. And then the cult is saying that they might have even put a, a booger in it. And these people are really unsanitary, filthy type people. Very filthy. That's yeah, a violation of your civil rights and civil liberties. And uh, that should not be happening in the United States. Yeah, when people have to be uh, praying, like mom and I, we prayed every single day. Every time we do the rosary, we pray for you. We pray for Elvira. We pray for uh, Lauren. We pray. Uh, we pray for ourselves, and we pray for all the TIs 
who are being tortured and abused to stop. When people have to do that every single day. It's because the uh, the illegal mafia is um, uh, inflicting uh, terror in their hearts, and uh, this is why we need to come together and we need to uh, become activists and we need to report this onto anybody who is in charge uh, of doing something about this. Hear us and do something about it once and for all, because this is barbaric and it is a violation of U.S. law. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. It is. Um, and with that, I want to make sure we understand something. So 9 o'clock tonight, they're having a call. This call is about the TI Global Survey. Uh, I think it's a good idea. Uh, it does cover uh, areas about um, medicine and discrimination. So I, I was kind of thinking, oh, that's an interesting turn. I don't know how these whistleblowers with their survey, what they're uh, attempting to achieve, but I do feel good things about it. Who's conducting this? Uh, their peers, they have a good, credible track record. Uh, and definitely we are victims of, of it's you know what this really all is. This, these are war crimes. We are victims of crimes against humanity. I think it has to be of the highest nature to steal government benefits, to assassinate, to step into someone's identity, home takeovers, rape, pedophilia. Oh no no no! These are all war crimes, and they mimic ancient Rome. They mimic Hitler's regime. Human trafficking at its highest. Roman Empire at its highest during Hitler regime and now 2017. Can you believe it? And I thought slavery was emancipated. I think that when people uh, get together and report this, I think that people are going to uh, hear this and are going to do something about it because uh, I tell you one thing. Uh, I was alone for 16 years, and I reported many of these things, and I, a lot of people um, said, no, this is wrong, and this should not happen. And a lot of people, a lot of times, uh, people joined and contacted the right people and say, you stop it. And they stopped uh, many times. So if we get together, imagine what we can do when we get together and we uh, protest uh, uh, in in a in a group and we protest uh, in unison, it will be something that um, will make the illegal aliens mafia think twice before they continue to abuse American citizens because this should not happen at all. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. And I believe just like the civil rights or any resistance that gain momentum for success, we must have exposure, outrage, justice. More and more people advocating, calling, call voice, totally get online for God's sakes and apply for those food stamps in Section 8. You want to find out if these critters are going to approve you or not. If you've been treated shabbily from a, you know, uh, an IHOP, that omelet wasn't whack, paper trail, you served me crap in my omelet all the way to a hospital, all the way to any kind of freaky doctor. The date, the time, the who, the where. Just stick to the facts. Put it in as quickly. Be very detailed. A journal for your notes. Walmart, they're practically giving them away under $5. Over 350 pages hardback. You can't beat that. 
Even if it's late at night, after you take a bath, you might have little pieces of paper with you. Get them all together, press them out, and say, okay, let me write down this happened at 8.50. Let me transfer this to my journal. Journal that you'll keep forever. Journaling. And just don't give up. That's what they want. But we'll not give that to them because God does not give us a spirit of fear. That's exactly right. He says uh, that I am with you, uh, and uh, every time you you call you call me uh, with your words or with your mind, I am with you, and I'm not going to leave you alone. And he has not uh, left us alone in the last 16 years. And I'm talking uh, about my mother and myself. If I can do it, anybody can do it. I have been alone with a chronically ill person, uh, jobless. I have been fighting. I have been um, uh, knocking at uh, different people's doors, uh, uh, not literally, but I have been looking for help. I have been contacting people, and I have been surviving. If you do the same, I can guarantee God is, is watching. He sees everything. He has one eye. He sees everything. He's going to be helping you. He's going to be with you. But you have to call him. You have to um, read uh, that book because what the illegal aliens mafia uh, don't want is for you to read that book that is called the Holy Bible because they know that if you read that book, you will know that there is only one God and the God of money that they worship, the God of uh, crime that they worship is not a God. We, are, we have only one God, and he's the one that is in control. He's in control, not the illegal aliens mafia or its members. No, don't, they are not. No, they are absolutely not. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? We're going to close a little bit early tonight, Professor Martinez, that you'd like to add. Or does the audience have any questions or not? Everybody's sort of a little bit quiet. It's sobering, isn't it, to... We have to face that. But we are more courageous than we can even think about. The mafia wants us to face our mortality all the time. Through assassins with badges, we call cops. Or with tags, we call doctors. But they are nothing but a fly on a horse's ass compared to Yeshua. They are nothing. One thing that I want to make sure is that uh, the people log uh, their um, uh, punitive damages uh, when they document uh, whatever the illegal alien mafia is doing to them at hospitals, at the supermarkets, at the restaurants, at the different uh, companies. Uh, what, whenever they are logging uh, their uh, the, the mafia's persecution, uh, gang stalking. Following, etc. They should log also write down in their in their journals uh, the punitive damages, which is uh, in my mother's case uh, in myself uh, the constant moving, uh, the loss of property by the constant moving, the um, uh, mixing up or the mingling with uh, criminals like the uh, one uh, that uh, rented a space uh, to my mother, my disabled mother in a foreclosed uh, house, in a foreclosed home, uh, like the ones who stole our uh, property, our clothing, our shoes, um, our um, blankets, 
those are punitive damages. Uh, when you are getting contact, when you have to move into a bad neighborhood and have to be in contact with dangerous uh, people and, and criminals, those are uh, and that that steal from you and do things to you. Uh, those are punitive damages. Uh, when you um, when your jewelry is stolen, uh, when you get falsely uh, arrested because you are in a in a corrupted uh, county or in a corrupted neighborhood with corrupted police officers, those uh, those things are punitive damages. When your furniture uh, and your electronics are stolen because you have to constantly move. Um, and your uh, furniture gets broken up because you have to constantly move, those are punitive damages. So whenever you go to a place, uh, a court, or uh, any kind of authority, and you show uh, uh, your documentation and you say, this happened to me, uh, this happened, uh, I lost this and I lost that, um, they will uh, have to compensate you uh, in one way or another. And uh, they will uh, have to uh, blame somebody, the person responsible for uh, that, uh, and they will be forced to pay restitution to you, uh, say $300,000, $100,000, whatever it is. They will have to pay uh, restitution to you, and they will have to be responsible uh, for whatever they did to you. So you need to document that. That's all uh, I wanted to um, say before we close tonight. Okay. Everyone, uh, your punitive damages. Oh, another suggestion too, Solange. Also remember when they blacklist you from jobs and say that had they not, you know, bullied you or blacklisted you, that could have been a position you would have uh, promoted. You would have definitely had decent retirement, et cetera. Look at the money you missed by, you know, when they kill our jobs and careers. Oh yes, uh, when they when you lose your credit because you cannot pay your bills because they exactly yeah your, your job that mm -hmm. those damages uh, when you lost your your um, legal right to have your uh, or to keep your home because they took away your job because somebody else an illegal alien uh, had your job and your creden your credentials uh, those are punitive damages and you need to document that. So when it is time for you to uh, receive restitution by the people who did that to you, you can say, I believe uh, this is what I am owed. Uh, I uh, person owns me this uh, amount of money, and then they can pay you restitution. Okay, but, and in the meantime, again, number one, definitely uh, contact President Trump's voice agency, 855-48-VOICE. Uh, number two, apply for all those government benefits. So you got to find out, you know, what they, whether they're going to tell you. So get out there and apply. Have your journal going, punitive damages going, how much you're losing. Because trust me, if we're being trafficked, someone else is making money, which means we as victims aren't. The name of the game of the money is to get over on us. We're the, you know, the slaves or whatever they want to call. And uh, definitely complaints. From restaurant, sandwich maker, anything. Get their name, name, hotels, everything that you can think of. They have to be uh, complained about to start your paper trail. And definitely, as uh, Professor Martinez, Judicial Watch, Numbers USA. Uh, look for alternative medias. We want to expose outrage justice. The more people we can notify, the better. Uh, last, um, 
definitely, I think it's all, it's everywhere. The TI Global Survey, please look it up. It is by that William Benny, and, and they have a really good track record. So I don't think there's any problem with doing their survey. Uh, they're whistleblowers for NSA. So, you know. Now, uh, I need to get over there. Yes, okay. Well, I need to go on that call because I need help. Because okay. I am, I, they, they keep me so weak with this chemical and don't want me to do nothing to protect myself. And it can't true. be like that. You know, no. I'm, you know, it's, they're degrading. I, if you notice how when I get online, online, I be on posts about 20 posts because I be trying to forget because that stuff get on my brain and I can't well, function. It gets in my eyes and the screen look weird to me. You understand? That is, and that's what they and, continue to do. And if you could see me, it looked like somebody took a paintbrush under a black light. Look like somebody took a paintbrush and just painted me. But you can only see it under the black light. And I mean, it's thick. It's covering up the pores of my skin. You understand? And it's all up my nose, down my throat, my tongue. I, I have to keep some kind of mint in my mouth because it's covering my tongue. And there's no way to get it off. Is there any possibility that uh, somebody at the hospital can give you any um, medication? I, I, I'm scared to go to the hospital. Every time I try to go to the hospital, they try to either kidnap me and put me in a mental hospital instead of listening to what I'm saying. They don't oh care. Somebody, I, I have, I'm blacklisted. No matter where I go, I can leave the state of Florida. Same thing will happen. You see? It follows, yes. The network. Uh, everywhere I go, this happens. And they spray me everywhere I go. I can be with the, I believe I can I live in the house with Jesus. And they'll talk him into doing it. I'm telling you, I have been living with some, some what I thought was pretty cool people. Next thing I know, this is happening to me. Uh, and worse will. and worse and worse. Yeah, it gets hard uh, being targets to live with someone else, which I'm sure Professor Martinez fortunately had to experience a few weeks ago. A lot of the over-torturing, they join the other side, or they, they can get to them. Uh, That's right. Like sleeping with the enemy, you know. And this is between my family and T.I.s, these bad T.I.s like Joy Mack. Remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah. I'll never forget that one. And a few others. There are some bad TIs in the community. And I'm not sure that they're not behind this, too. As a matter of fact, I know they are when when you talk. Things people say, you listen. Especially when you don't heard it before. And then they try to blame it. Oh, everywhere you go. You're damn right. Everywhere I go, they follow me. And they they work on the person that, that wherever you go. Until they do what you what they want them to do. That's why I say I believe if it was Jesus, they even try to talk him into it. They talk, they'll even talk Jesus into perping you. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's how bad it is. But I've yeah, had enough. I'm fed up with it. You know, it's pretty uh, uh, powerful because they have. Uh, it's like my grandmother used to say. 
if there if there is something uh, somebody bad to be uh, found, you will find him or her because uh, there are a lot of good people, but they are not as easy to be found as the bad people. So they have bad people all all over. Yeah, something you said earlier about something like that, and I tell you, the shoe really fit. You said, oh, I can't remember. That's because this stuff is on my brain. I can feel it in my eyes, my eyelashes, you know, all inside of my body, outside, you know. But I'll tell you, if I think of it, you put it just how it goes, how, how they pay people off, and then people, some people think, that because of who that person is that's asking them to do these things, that they're going to do something for them. They're going to do something for them already. After they finish using them, they may end up in the same situation or worse. And they don't think about that. You know, mm-hmm. they just do because they think they can get out of the targeting or whatever the case may be. We have more, to, to me, we have more TI perks than we do perks. That's just in my case. We how I feel. Exactly. Now you have to watch out and be a little. You know, sometimes it's hard being victims, but you're gonna have to start. You guys trying to. Uh, the Holy Spirit will talk to you, as Professor Martinez has mentioned, on our conversation. Oh, or you yes. just start oh, having oh, an icky yes, feeling yes, about does. someone. If you yeah, knew you my start, story uh, from the beginning. You'll see that God is good. He has been. I don't. I don't even know how I'm still alive. Like I say, if you see me up under the black light, I look like an alien. Well, just my eyes are all yellow. Up my nose, all yellow. My tongue, my lips, my whole entire from my neck down, my hair. Well, guess guess eight is very funny. Being a TI actually increases your lifespan. TIs live longer than non-TIs. And guess eight also says Elvira will live to be 100. She, is, she has a good 30 years left. I'm sure as hell going to try. Because okay. I've got grandchildren and I've got great-grandchildren that I want to get to know. And I okay. want my family back. That's one thing the illegal alias mafia destroys, your family. That's right. Yes, they do. I don't know what I'm talking about my, you know, I want my family back. Well, I'm going to pray for that uh, for you, uh, Elvira, because I've been praying uh, for you to get better and for your um, problems to be solutioned with the hospitals and your um, your uh, government benefits. I'm also going to pray for that, for you to get your family back like God wants uh, you to do. To get, uh, He wants you to get your family back, and he wants you to be happy because God loves everybody, and he wants his children to be happy. So I'm going yeah, to you, pray for that too. Please, because you know when you're a mother or a grandmother, you you know you want to smell you know, that smell of your child, or that, that feeling, you know, and when you pick them up to hug them and kiss them. When you when you're taking them to an event or a movie or, or to the to the fair or to a, to a um, zoo or something, you know what I mean? They rob me of all that. You see, 
and my some of my grandchildren and my great grandchildren have never met me because of this. That is not right. No, it's not. You know, it's not. They they go after the families. They destroy. They splinter it, not annihilate it practically. Mhm. So you know, and my own family did that too. You know, and then I protested the NAACP. And when they found out about that, oh, they had to, be, you know, get even stronger. You know, I guess thinking the NAACP going to pat them on the back or something. Um, you know, uh, they're all expecting uh, when they turn something the devil, you guys. Some, some, they, you know, promises a lot, delivers nothing. You know what I mean? Mm. That's and why I he's called the biggest liar. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's promised to make him turn. I really don't know. But it's, it's you know, something well, really bad. I think we got the right president. I'm not sure, quite sure, but it sure looks like Let's see what you he's doing so. out there. It is. Well, guys, with, with these organizations, stop I with the. That. I heard that the five hundred one C whatever it is, he don't turn it around now. Instead of them shutting their mouth, they gotta open their mouth. Wow. And if they have to protest, they can protest. Yeah, it is. Well, everyone, we're getting ready to go ahead and close off. Um, again, any closing remarks that you have at this time, Professor Martinez? Uh, no. Uh, yes, for you to um, look at that book, the important book, the, the Holy Bible, and uh, read Psalm 91, um, 143, and also 37. Those are very good when you feel down and when you need strength. Uh, if you read those Psalms, God is going to give you the strength that you need. Just try it. Everyone take note of that. And yes, Aida in the chat already says, I'm going to start having salads instead of donuts. Yay. Or no, (laughs) guess doesn't say donut salad. Yay. I have faith in you guys. I want you guys, we are badass, kick-ass. Activist, okay? So we're going <laughs> to... I'm going to bring an right here from Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So we're going to have, you know, instead of two donuts, you guys, we're just going to have one. We can get it together. Lots of water. Write those letters. Get your journal. If anyone treats you crazy, and remember, buy your stamps, but don't mail the letter. You might be watched. Mail the letter somewhere else, okay? We got to be undercover, just as covert as they can. Guess aid, great call as always, Lauren. Good job. Thank you so much, Guess aid. We're gonna, we are gonna encourage. Summertime, you guys, get on them salads and stuff like that. In the meantime, I want you guys. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back Love here it. next week. Don't forget about me on uh, Saturday night. Never. Okay. Um, and I will help you guys. Remember, it's Saturday night, and it will always be like a dime, 10 p.m. In the meantime, everybody stay cool, stay blessed. Yeah, we did it, and I'll see you next week. Take care. <laughs>